Do not listen to this while driving or when full alertness is needed. The rest of Holmberg's morning sickness. This is the Big Red Radio. Uh, the other, other thing I saw at the Suns game is that uh, we're starting to lose live sports. Um, Suns are good playing the Jazz on Saturday. It's a good. DeAndre Ayton played basketball. I don't know what happened. Like he's a man now, and I'm watching. But uh, for about three quarters of the four quarters, I couldn't take my eyes off of these girls in the front row. There's I keep I kept saying to Megan, like there's no better time in the planet to be average looking because filters make these people think that they're beautiful. So they dress up beautiful, like they put on all the proper clothes, but really they're just kind of dopey, average-looking girls. You know, it's lipstick on a pig. Yeah. And the filters make them feel great. These girls took, not exaggerating, a hundred selfies while the game was going on and during stoppages in play would get out in the aisle and make someone take a picture of them with the court in the background. And it didn't stop from the opening tip till halftime. And then finally in the third quarter, they kind of cooled off a little bit. But they were blown away each photo they'd look at and then just die laughing like they couldn't believe a photo was taken of them. Oh, my God, look at that. I'm in it. Like, yeah, you're you're in all of them. You're, you're the only one in it. You're taking pictures of yourself over and over and over and over. And so I started to look around. And at a sporting event, there are people just hog wild about themselves. Like they're taking pictures. The game's down this way, and the camera's pointed the other way, directly at your face. Like, here's what I look like watching a basketball. Here's my head watching a basketball game. And they think people are interested in it. Oh, yeah. It and they're matter, not. Man, you're at the event, man. <laughs> but, you, but the event's down there. Prove you're at the event simply by telling someone I went to the Suns game. Have an interesting story to tell. I don't want to see what your head looks like with a game going on adjacent to your head. That's essentially what it is. Here's me. And there's a game going on behind. You can't see any of the actual thing I'm at. But there's my face at it. Like, I don't get it. And uh, I mean, I'm not kidding. And every one of them was, uh, like, like suddenly they lost power in their neck. Like, their spine stopped working for a second. And their heads would just fall. And they'd do dumb, dopey, like, sexy face. And the one girl looked like she had Graves' disease, but she had Kim Kardashian's hair. Like, she'd spent a lot of money to look pretty around that awful face of hers. And she had a coat, but it never went up over her shoulders. And all she did was adjust her top because her medium-sized boobs kept kind of moving. It was the and all I thought was, "You're so average, but you are feeling it. Like you love you so much, and you shouldn't because you're not that great." Remember when we talked about doing the profile on Instagram or wherever TikTok, and it's just you're taking selfies, but at horrible events, like <laughs> right. there you are, Lee Harvey's in the right. background, exactly. Like you do it yourself. Like what would happen? In the day and age of, of like, like a modern, tra- like selfies at 9 11. Right. You know how many would have been taken? A lot. Do you know oh, if 9 11 happened today, how many people would have, because people were digging their home cameras out of their, you know, closets running around. That's why we got so much footage of it. Can you imagine if there were cell phones for 9 11? How many people would have been like doing that weird West Side hand thing selfie in front of the building? Like, totally missing the mark of going, I look pretty, and I'm at it. I'm at the thing. It's crazy. But these girls wouldn't stop. How many do you need? How many are in your phone? I wanted to see their phones, because it's got to be just a slew of them. They didn't have a picture of, like, the event. Like, they'd go to the Grand Canyon and take a picture of themselves at it. 
goddamn influencers. <laughs> I know. I don't get it. Well, who are you influencing? More people take pictures of their heads. There's no better time to be an average-looking woman. No better time. I, it, name another time in history where being absolutely average got you something. Well, you didn't have filters and stuff right. back in the day. You actually had to look good. You had to try and actually give a decent effort. Yeah. And if you were ugly, it kind of it came out in the wash. You didn't lose 20 pounds because of your iPhone. Right. Put Immediately. Down right. There, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't need any more mashed potatoes. You're done. Ugh. Thanksgiving's over. But they were in good shape. They weren't pigs, but they weren't special. Like, there's no reason to want that many photos of yourself. In fact, it would make me you, depressed. You probably have to go back to the Renaissance time, because that's when the painters like painting fat chicks. thick women. <laughs> right. Yeah, being a fat average woman. Since the Renaissance, there's yeah. been no better time to be an average thick girl. That's Brady's probably right about that. You need to bring back that filter, the Renaissance The filter. Renaissance filter. No, you know what you do? You just don't filter it, because most of them there look like they're go. from the Renaissance. That's a good idea. It's like unfiltered Renaissance. Pretty impressive. It was weird. Like, it was so excessive and so strange. I've not, I have zero desire. Like, there were, Doug wanted to take pictures last night. He's like, let's sit on this couch with me. And I'm like, absolutely not. Let's just get a picture of you and me together. I'm like, absolutely not. It's the, no. No, please. Like, why does that mean something to you? I'm, we're looking at each other right now. You want to commemorate this night with my dopey head? Stand- you guys know who this is? Yeah, well, he does John Holmberg. But it was the dopiest thing. I don't want to take pictures with people. It's stupid. Here's a photo of us. We had a nice night. I have memories of you. If I get Alzheimer's, I'm not. the picture's not going to help. People always say that, too. Oh, you don't have any pictures. What happens when you lose your memory? What's a picture going to do? I've uh. lost my memory. Is that me? That's the first question. Is that me? I don't remember that. That's all. It's just going to make me more frustrated. Pictures will just frustrate me. I like pictures of things. I like pictures of my dogs and... Like, the, that's a beautiful sunrise we're looking at right now. Camelback Mountain, that'd be a lovely photo. I, I have no need to put my head in it. And over-processed pictures, do you, can you look at your own pictures years from now? Go, like you said. <laughs> Did I look like that? That me? I'm beautiful. Why what, was I so hard on myself? What happened to me? Yeah. I look gorgeous. Why am I cartoonish and, like, look uh, filtered and drawn? Oh, it's yeah. Part of my nose. Yeah, yeah. Some else. of my, like, I have extra teeth. Is that my tongue? Is weird. But yeah, I, I, sometimes I just marvel at what's going on and wonder. You're right, like at the Kennedy assassination that I'm so fascinated with. If they had iPhones, first off, we'd we'd have the answers. But we'd also have a bunch of people who took photos of themselves afterward. Yes. Standing as, there like, like they... by in the background. Like what we used to tease you about with your Costa Concordia story, that you were yeah. on it a year before and like, oh, it's... A, like, you would be at this terrible event taking photos of yourself like you're effective. Like, like, it's, like your event. Like, you owned it. Like, this is my face. Oh, Kennedy's face was just a second. You couldn't have, like, a normal event. We'll never have normal events anymore because that phone and cameras have changed everything. It's weird. You're making me think of somebody on the grass, you know, with their peace sign and their Yeah, in the background. Because that was Zapruder didn't know what he was going to catch. Imagine all the people, like, just filming away of themselves and their big heads block the shooter. And you see in the background Kennedy's head exploding. (laughs) And somebody's like, peace, what's up? You know, a few years ago, you had those girls that didn't understand Auschwitz that were doing the poses oh, and the yeah. peace and yeah. like smiling and having right. the time of their lives in front of Auschwitz. Like, on hey, the train tracks. Yeah, they're, they're standing on the train tracks celebrating selfies. Choo choo. Me. Yay. I'm a Jew at the right time. Like, this is, t- you're an idiot. Put the phone down. <laughs> you should be reflecting, not self reflecting. 
But yeah, and I look, it's a Suns game, do what you want. But I mean, 100 minimum? I'm not kidding. Because then, it, like, and they all three did it. Like, one, like you could send this picture to uh, the other two. But one would take it, and then they do dumb head pose, like jelly head pose. And then another jelly head pose. Like, my neck doesn't work. Oh, my shoulder. My shoulder's the only thing holding my head on. And they do that face, and then they get some poor usher. Like, can you take a picture of us now? And they, like, smile. And then the guy would aim the And the minute their, the thing was aimed at them, their head, their neck stopped working. Their heads would all fall to the side, and they'd do, like, faces that look like they just got poked in the ass. Uh, they do duck lips and all that kind of uh, stuff. They or? didn't. i got to okay. give them credit. They did uh, gaping mouth, doe eyes. They spent all this money on <laughs> yeah. those tickets and didn't watch the game? Uh, didn't watch it, and they were they in the third the row. They attention they wanted. They did. And people were like, you're beautiful. Because, dudes, it's our fault. It's men's fault. We fall for the filters. We think filters are what you're really going to see. It's not. Anyway. Crazy. The whole world's gone bananas. But I think the greatest gift you can give somebody under the age of 20 right now is a picture of themselves. Like for Christmas, if I had a kid, if like Kirby, she, I don't know if she's a big selfie girl, but I know a bunch of her friends probably are. The best thing you can do is give them a portrait of themselves for the holidays. They would love it. Oh, oh, a picture of me? This is the best gift I've ever been given. It's tangible and not electronic, though. But that's beautiful. Like I had you painted. To you. I gave it to them too. They love looking at themselves. Like they love looking at themselves. Just a wall of art of them. Just do. A, I guarantee if you did a picture of a kid, 24, 25, maybe a little younger than that, of just a uh, hundred pictures of themselves for Christmas, it would be the best thing they got. I, I went through your phone. I got a hundred pictures of you, and I gave you pictures of you for your birthday. It's like, oh, oh, I'm gonna throw up. This is beautiful. If I could get that, it's that mirror workout system that you have. Oh, I don't have the mirror. What's tonal. I spent some money. A tonal. Oh, you get that ghetto yeah. trailer mirror. What's wrong mirrors. with you? <laughs> mirror. I'm just I got a tonal. One where you just look at yourself. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the mirror. Yeah, I got a mirror. I can work out in front of any mirror at the house. It's the tonal, but go ahead. Okay. Point was. <laughs> yeah, I know. You missed it. You swung and missed. How Bad. dare you? How dare you? Here's a picture of me angry. I'm disgusted. Here's a picture of me angry at Toledo. <laughs> if I can get one of those and re-engineer it so that if Alex walks by, it just goes, oh. post to his uh, his Takes photos of you. Or Snapchat. He would love that. He would love that. That's probably next. Like in-house. In it's me. motion detection. Yeah, in-house motion detection photos of you that filter you and make you look fantastic. And then they put it put you up on some kind of display. Yeah, wall. Like all your criminals will look what like. What do you think of this one? Yeah, amazing. <laughs> Bernie, that's all. They're not going to Stephen Hawking it. <laughs> it's interactive. Like, but they're not, they're going to give it a real voice. They're not going to yeah. go 1995 Hawking. <laughs> do you do like that photo? I do. Choice. Yeah. Even Alexa sounds pretty smooth. Yeah, now. she's pretty good. <laughs> What would you like from 1995? Another See, I photo. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Pop pop. <laughs> pop pop would love that. That speaks to him. But pretty soon, that's what it's going to be. Like mirrors will take photos of you, filter them out, and put them yep. on your Instagram for you. Yep. I just woke up. Here's me brushing my teeth. That's like the craziest. Except the retake. Yeah. And it's not new, but sometimes like it grabs me again. Sometimes I have to, like, do the reset, and I'm looking at this. Like, they haven't looked at one second of this game. And it's not because they're looking at their phones for other stuff. They're looking at themselves. Right. Constantly. I've never wanted to see my face, like, a lot. And most people feel the same about my face, which is good. Like, there's a, if the, more of my face is not a good thing for anyone. And especially me, because all I'll do is look at it and go, Jesus, I need to hang myself. Is that me? <laughs> what happened to that guy? It's, it's terrible. 
What if you lose your memory and you get Alzheimer's? You don't have any picture. Okay. Well, those pictures are going to just do nothing. It's going to be two strangers staring at themselves. With, was there a Suns game behind where they are? Where are they? I'll blink a couple of times at it. <laughs> he reacted. <laughs> he takes it moving. He's not dying. Give him more IV food. Happy Thanksgiving. Open his tube. Yeah, I don't get it, but enjoy your life. That's what I say. But I think the best Christmas gift you can give your under 25 kid is a photo of themselves. They love it. Oh, my God, me? For Christmas? Oh, this is the best thing ever. Because guess what they're going to get you? Probably pictures of themselves. They're probably going to hand out photos of themselves. That's all they have. It is amazing that even no matter where you're at, like Toledo, you were in Thailand, and you take pictures... It still doesn't capture where you're at. No. You know, and. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, even though our Not cameras even. have that stuff, it's just. Sometimes it, you can miss those You'll occasionally take a great shot. I have you a couple. Panorama and everything, it still doesn't. No, Panorama's the hardest thing in the world to do. I tried it once I was biking in Sedona. Keeping, your, keeping the bar level. It looked like I was getting. Like I had. Like Michael J. Fox was taking the panoramic picture. I don't know what was going on. Like, so I, like, I'm on this bowl on Mescal Trail in Sedona. It's beautiful. Beautiful, and I'm sitting on the side of this hill. I don't know how you're supposed to ride your bike on it, but I did it. And I got up there, and I'm like, I'm stopping. Some girl fell off her bike. She had like a broken ankle. I talked to her for a second, make sure she's all right. She was fine. So I moved on. I'm not a doctor. Selfie with her. <laughs> yeah, no, I took a selfie of me going, wow, there's a girl like a few feet from me that's really hurt. But this is what my face looks like around that. Here's what I look like when somebody's hurt near me. Ooh. So I'm trying to do that panoramic shot. And in the middle of it, my hands jiggle a little bit. And it just like all of a Reset. sudden. Sedona has like this. There's a some sort of warp in the dimensions. Like it drops down, the mountain goes away for a second, and then it comes back to normal. I try to keep that line. That's impossible. But eventually, they're going to figure out 360 degrees of you. They'll take a picture. You just spin around and just the back of your head and all that. Hey, your cars can do it now. Have you ever seen a 360 degree view from a car? I was watching the news Saturday, and they were at the car show. And poor girl Jessica Parsons she does a nice job. She runs around doing this thing, but she, she hasn't been around cars for a while. So they're, they're trying to tell her, like, it's got all the new features, and some of them are future cars and all that. She gets into this new electronic Ford F-150 Lightning. It's beautiful. Uh, this thing's got so much technology in it, it's insane. Yeah. The one question she has, does it have backup cameras? Yeah, it's got backup cameras. And all that. It's got 360 degrees of camera. That opened her eyes to a new world. So they go to the next car, which is the E Mustang. Does this have that camera thing? The last one had. I'm like, look, lady, this technology is ancient. Let her wow. let the expert tell you what this can do. Does it take pictures of me? Yeah, it's me driving this. It'll take photos of you. Yeah, I want. I want. It's almost sad to say, but I kind of want a terrible event to happen to see how we handle whoa, it. With whoa, you know, whoa. you know what I'm saying, like another 9/11. <laughs> Like, if we could get another 9-11 going, just to see how we respond with our cameras. Because we would be terrible as a group photographing ourselves at it. I don't want to bring it up, but the Las Vegas thing had was in the middle of that. Yeah. Oh, that one dude that had himself, <gasps> we're being shot. Yeah. And as I, the bullets yeah, are still as going. As they're going, he's got it out. And he's not filming, like, evidence. He's filming himself reacting. I don't know what I would do in that situation. Right. But that's striking to me. The last thing I think of... Is my phone. Unless yeah. I'm going to film like a bad guy. Yeah, but right, I don't want right. to film me. Right. I'm, gonna, I'm running. And that too. <laughs> the Jesus other thing is Christ. I'm going to run away and then like call for help. Or I'm not taking a picture of myself at that moment. wonder how I look. I've been shot at. wonder how, wonder how I look. I bet you I'm hot with adrenaline coursing through my veins. 
I can filter that. And if you filter that, you're the worst person in the world. Like if you're at a mass event, a terrible event, and you take a photo of like or a video and it's filtered, you're the worst person. Like if there's glitter coming off it and you're like, hey, they're killing everybody. Got the dog ears and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually a hilarious sketch. Sponsors. You can't turn your filter off. Oh, my God, I'm getting shot at. It's terrible. You got the little bunny ears and you're... There's a basket. (laughs) I can't get the filter off, but I look so cute. Or you do that crying upset filter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Otherwise known as Coach of ASU. (laughs) All the show with none of the fluff. Let's get started. There's more of the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, it's, uh, and, uh, I, and Brady, we were talking before about, uh, off the air and I just read the story, uh, about Warren Beatty, <laughs> who's 85 years old, which was the shocking part of the story to me, but, uh, cause Warren Beatty at 85 looks better than I'll ever have or ever will look. I don't know. He's still alive. 85 years old. And the picture of him, I'm like, even at 85 standing next to me, 35 year difference. Uh, and you bring in a gaggle of girls. I'm going over. He's and it's not even if you know who he is. It's just based on looks alone. At any time in my life, you put me up against 85-year-old Warren Beatty, and I'm in second place in the "Who's the best looking guy in the room" category. Still looks great. But a lady from 1973 has decided to say, "I didn't like how Warren Beatty was treating me when I was a teenager. That's called grooming." And now she's after his money. Fifty. She's 64. If you're, look, you made it. 50 plus years with this trauma in your life and now you're going after his cash it just means you don't have enough to retire on let me also be the bearer of bad news to everybody who's really uh, not familiar with Warren Beatty he groomed he groomed everybody in the 70s and 80s Warren Beatty was known as the guy who was probably going to your wife or mom right in front of you he was the Zach Wilson before Zach Wilson existed he was and everyone there's in a your good family. chance that your mom would do it anyway there's also a good chance your father it, it, my sister, when she was slutting with everybody through high school and stuff, if Warren Beatty came home, my dad would have been like, this is fantastic. That's a, there's one. If he'd been 14, he'd have been like 40. My dad would have been like, marry her. This is great. Everything turns Amish when Warren Beatty was around in the 70s and 80s. Nobody was groomed by Warren Beatty. Everybody wanted to f*** Warren Beatty. Everybody. from He was one of those play school toys from ages 8 to 80. All of them were in. The second you decided you were sexually something, Warren Beatty was on the list. You cannot say Warren Beatty was a sexual predator 50 years ago. Make it through those 50 years dead quiet. And they go, you know, I'm 64 and this has bothered me my whole life. It's called getting over something. You've done a, you've done a nice job getting into your 60s. You can have a reverse mortgage for Christ's sake. Settle down. Warren Beatty didn't do anything to you. But when I was 14. Blah, 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 blah. You had your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and now 60s. Talk about it and you're bringing your 60s. That's too late. Too late. Too late. You made it through 50 years pretty good, and now you're having trauma. That's just... You Mom, just Dad, see you later. I'm heading over to the hotel while Warren Beatty's staying. <laughs> right. There's who you blame. Your mom and dad were like, you need to get over to Warren Beatty's hotel and bang Warren Beatty. That's great for the family. Need a ride? Yeah. <laughs> Dad's waiting outside. All right. That's enough sex, Warren Beatty. Smack, smack. Daughter's got school in the morning. The 70s were different. It was like Brother B. Exactly. Warren's coming over to pick me up. Okay, have a great Yay, day. friend of the family, Warren Beatty. I watched the movie uh, for 15 minutes yesterday, Body Heat, which is a Lawrence Kasdan movie. I think Lawrence Kasdan's done some amazing stuff, but Lawrence Kasdan 
wrote Body Heat in 1981. And Kathleen Turner, before she ate Kathleen Turner, yeah. is a, she was a smoke sex show. pot. Oh, just oozing an amazing amount of sensuality comes off your TV just when she's on screen. And there's nudity. And there's a great scene where she's on her stomach in bed just going, uh, uh. And that's all you see is her head. It's 1981. Oh, uh. And he's like, are you okay? Do you, are you okay? That's all you hear is a man's voice. And she goes, don't. Stop! And he's, uh! And then it cuts to a scene where the two of them are in a bathtub right after that. And he goes, you're wearing me out. I'm all red and sore. And she goes, you're sore. You've got nerve. And I'm like, 1981 BFing right there on my TV. I didn't realize they did those in uh, 81 movies. But uh, I bring this up because in 1981, this was considered a sexually uh, powerful movie. Like a real sensual, uh, like a romantic movie. The first time Kathleen Turner and William Hurt get together in this movie, and she's a married lady. She's an unhappily married lady. She meets this guy. He's a lawyer. And uh, he goes to her house and says, uh, you know, what, what all the things you'd say, which is, I want to bang you a whole bunch. And then she's like, I can't. I'm married. And then she said, you have to go now. And he says, I thought you were strong. She goes, I'm not strong. I'm weak. And she kisses him and shuts the door. And he's standing outside. And she's inside looking all Kathleen Turner before she ate Kathleen Turner. And he's looking in the window of the door. She's got it locked. Shakes the door a little bit. Goes to his car. And then just like mentally says, F this. Turns around and she's still standing in the room. And he can see her through the door window. Shakes the door a little bit. And she's looking at him like, ugh. And then he looks around the, the uh, patio. Grabs a chair. Bashes her front window and hops in and humps the heck out of her. And I'm like, this doesn't fly in 2022. That's a pure break-in rape. 81. I can't, I can't remember. Heavy sax. Uh, a lot of sex. Yeah, well, it was okay. a, it was a, it was noir. They yeah, tried to okay. film noir. But I mean, you imagine a movie now that would be considered romantic, where the dude's move to lure her into bed was to bust out her front window with a patio chair, climb through it, and then hammer her right there on the floor. Honey, what happened here? And there's there's romantic music in the background. <laughs> I mean, talk about evidence to something terrible happening. Yeah. She's got a lot of explaining to do. That she's got to fix this bay window before her husband gets home on Friday. But that was in the... She's laying down and banging the crap out of her. I'm like, somebody's got to get on that window. Like, my 2022 mind's watching Body Heat going, there's trouble. You got to call. You know, you got to call Buck over there at the the, uh, the, the window, the sunscape. They got to come by and they got to measure it. Then they got to order it. You're going to have a big piece of cardboard up there for quite a long time. Expensive. Just because you needed some D. Or you got raped. Man, now I want to see that again. I haven't seen that yeah, since... It's, the 80s. Look, it's Krenna dancing. It is, uh, everything about it is uh, sexually. The oral, too. That's male. kind of oh, blatant. Loads of everything in there. And the first 40 minutes are just establishing these two hump a lot. Then you get into the I want to kill my husband parts. But man, oh man. She walks around pulling him around the room by his wiener. I mean, it's not, oh. they don't show his wiener, but she reaches down there and then starts walking him like a dog. I'm like, this is 1981. This was a better time when women were cool and everything. The, the movie is so 1981 that I think my house started to smell like cigarettes while I watched it. It's just smoking and humping and everybody's cool. Chicks wanted dudes and dudes wanted chicks and there was no, like, um, eggshells. You could break a woman's window and walk in and that was a romantic gesture. It was great. That's a power, man. Now, because uh, if you watch that, you'd be like, if you if you took somebody from today and said, watch this movie, this was a romantic uh, thriller back in 81. Uh, garnered Academy Award nominations and stuff. 
they'd be like, this is terrible. He raped her. He broke, in, he broke her into her house to do it. Like, she clearly put up signals that said don't. I'm like, yeah, but that's the thing. He was persistent because he knew deep down no meant yes. <laughs> Back in the 80s, that was a thing. That's what the movie was about? She wanted to kill her husband? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. I fast-forwarded through all yeah, that. Or just, well, yeah, I mean, well, you she were so, him. Yeah. Look, the first 30 minutes. DHS, you know, it was great. Uh, we were 11 when it came out, probably 14 by the time it was on cable. Yeah. And that meant we were... We were asleep before the plot started because there were five opportunities to go to sleep to hot Kathleen Turner. And then she became incredibly large planet Kathleen Turner. But what that's happened? my point. Back in the 80s, we looked at you cannot fast forward from 1973 and say Warren Beatty groomed me by today's standards. Yeah, of course. You were 14 in his hotel room. That's wrong today and probably wrong for all time. But back then, nobody saw that. Dayton Warren Beatty was a that was great. It was a badge of honor. It was great. You were going places. You were going to make it in the industry. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, get out of your 2022 mind. Back then, that was how you got through. There was no internet. You didn't realize how you could. You couldn't influence or network. You had to bang Warren Beatty to get a job, and everybody was fine with it. I didn't, you know, at first I'm like, well, maybe, you know, back then also, he didn't know how old she was. But then it says, oh, he helped me with my homework. Forget that one. Forget that theory. Because it was okay. (laughs) Eighth grade was, look, there's a reason why phrases old enough to bleed, old enough to breed were things. That was our grandparents. That was who said it. And then we passed it on them. We kind of were like, this might not be so good. <laughs> that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. Like, our dads were kind of like, yeah, yeah, that's all right. Ugh. And then they told us, I'm not so sure that's good. And then we took it and said, yeah, it's no good. Any starting now. There's a whole lot of that we need to do. Like a turf on the infield. Yeah. <laughs> Play ball. Right. But now there's no turf. Everybody's yeah. gone completely bare, bare field. That's right. Throw of, that one out. A lot of desert fields I love out that. there. Yeah. Yeah. What? The turf on the field? No. No, no turf on the field. No, oh, yeah. No, no, no turf's much better. Uh, a tightly shorn field. Yes. Any of these. Play the infield. You know, what do they call those things uh, when it rains on a racetrack? You got to. Muck, Hydroplane? Something muck or something they call it. Oh, yeah. They're, oh, they the mudders. And, yeah, yeah, they're, they're mudders. Yeah. No, 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 I don't want that. I don't want, a big, I don't want a big messy field. But, yeah, you have to have judges going, oh, I'm sorry, 1973, it was okay that Warren Beatty wanted to have sex with you when you were in high school. Uh, it's not okay starting now. So, you're 64. This is not a thing. Don't take down Warren Beatty and all his greatness over the years for stuff that was totally okay in 1970. It's just okay then. It was okay. What, are you going to start getting mad at people for having gas guzzlers in the 70s, too? It was just all we knew. Warren Beatty haven't... Like, my dad would have probably blown Warren Beatty if he's like, you want to be in heaven, can wait? I'm like, I'm not much of an actor, but this sounds... Like, what do I have to do? you got to blow Warren Beatty. Oh, my friends will think that's cool. Stop it. Stop suing everybody for your... And also, when you're 14, like you brought this up, everybody messes your life up. Like when you when, when you get older and you look back at you know, your first that, experience, yeah, all that stuff was awkward and probably wrong. And I mean, everything about my first was a sexu- horrible night. Or- my first sexual experience was probably all wrong. Everybody's had. Oh, I, I mean, like, you know? I, I'm I'm pretty sure there was pressure. I'm pretty sure I told the girl things that weren't real to just get her to think. Now's the time. She was into it. She came over to my friend's house. I was house sitting. She came over to his house watching his dogs. She's the one who wanted to. But I remember her saying, no, 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 I don't think we should do this. And I'm like, oh, no, no, we're good. This has to be a thing. And then, you know, playfully. Can't stop a moving train. Exactly. 
I saw this moving body heat. Let me just. <laughs> let me, oh, you don't want to do that? Hold on. Let me make a romantic gesture. I'll go outside and I'll bust some windows out. Make it so you know I'm willing to break the law to be in you. It doesn't count. It's just It just doesn't count. I hate it. I hate that we live in a world where Warren Beatty's got to go to court and go, she's 64. I think she made a life for herself despite all this trauma. Sorry about that back then. It, seemed, it does seem wrong now. But you got a time machine so we can go back? I'd hump you again because I go back to 1973. It's a free-for-all. Listen to the music. Everything's about banging 16-year-olds. and It was number one hits, one after another. The Beatles and Elvis's girlfriend was 14. He had to wait a couple years till she was 16 to make sure that that was okay. So, Great. Jerry Lee Lewis just died. He married a 13-year-old cousin. Even in 80 and 81. When did George Harrison or uh, who had the uh, song? She's 16. Oh, She's that's Ringo Starr. Ringo Starr. That was in the late 70s. Yeah. yeah. 79. Brooke Shields was naked in a movie as a hooker when she was 13. People are like, this is a little off. The Blue Lagoon. Let's take a look at that. Well, Blue Lagoon and what was the pretty woman or women with Susan Sarandon? She's oh, yeah. in that. She's a prostitute and they show her naked all the time and people were all right. She was naked in all, she was in, naked in a George Burns movie when she was like 14. It was a different time. The good old days. Yeah, the good old days. But you can't you can't apply today's morals to 1973 and get mad at Warren Beatty. Everyone was having sex with Warren Beatty. He groomed America and probably a lot of Europe. He was grooming. Back then, that's what you did. But, yeah, get a, if you get a chance, watch old movies. Body Heat, not a very good movie. Kathleen Turner is enough to keep you interested for 45 minutes and the suns came on. Had priorities, I mean, but don't look at her nowadays before you watch. Oh, well, you know that's the fun of it is looking at Kathleen Turner and realizing that Brett's theory that men age like wine and women age like milk. If there's right. ever been, you know, she's I, she, her, she, the picture of her from Body Heat should be on the side of a milk cart because yeah. she's missing. I don't know, who, I don't know where that lady went. Well, her and Kelly McGillis, same thing. They, oh. I, I can't tell them apart now. Probably can't pull them apart either because their gravitational pull just makes them jam into each other. Tractor beam. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, so a body heat. It's not a good movie. It tries too hard to be, uh, you know, a 1940s uh, thriller, you know, not even a whodunit, but just like a, a romantic thriller. But it's uh, also 1980s, like everybody's having sex movie. Because the 70s were, 60s and 70s were all about, like, getting naked and doing it with everything. Was she also... Um in the Black Widow? No, that was uh, uh, Teresa Oh, that's Russell. right, Teresa Russell, yeah. yeah. God, what happened to her? Oof. Jabba. Jabba syndrome. That's when I start, <laughs> that's when I start wondering if that whole uh, deal with the devil thing is real. <laughs> Here's the Romancing the Stone uh, recap Reunion. 40 years later. I bang Michael Douglas first. <laughs> she was great looking in that, too. Oh, 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 come on. God. Is that like Dolly Shrek. Parton? With That's Paul Fez- Marshall. That's Paul Fez- Marshall in a dress. That is Neanderthal. I didn't realize how much Neanderthal looks like current modern day Kathleen Turner. And that is wow. a compliment to Neanderthal more than yes. it is an insult to her. Actually, it's a compliment to her than an insult to her. You look like Paul Marshall. Uh, it is. God, it's Paul Marshall. Oh I'm going to tell him that. He's been through a lot this week, but I'm going to tell him that. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Here's the then and now. Oh, it's just wrong. Oh, well, Kelly that's McGill- Kelly McGillis. Brendan Fraser's not fair. Don't throw him in the mix. I, no, it's just that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These then and nows aren't fair. But, yeah. 
Yeah, Warren Beatty. And one of the best jokes in Stripes is, uh, you ever seen a priest get wildly by a bunch of teenage girls? I mean, it was a, it was a cultural okay. Yeah, we turned a blind eye to it like, meh. There's laws again, but mostly it was 16. Most states were 16. We changed that a few years later. Stop with the 2022 morals in uh, 1973. Warren Beatty, you didn't do anything. You got a friend in me, Warren Beatty. And she'll probably get a couple bucks. But to me, a 64-year-old woman who had trauma when she was 14 is called a human being at age 64. Second, it tells me that she didn't save up for retirement, and she's upset, and her career didn't work out. And now she's looking at Warren Beatty going, ah, that guy, he, I'll blame him. If he And if, the, if he pays or anything else, you'll see a slew of these coming his way. Because he did it with countless amounts of teenagers through the 70s. He was known for it. And yes, it's gross. By today's standards, it's gross. Back then, that's what they did. Back then, uh, they didn't have these gigantic... Sur- I was watching a Love Boat episode the other day. And every woman on there looks like they're about 14 years old because they don't have today's boobs and butts, which are all manufactured nonsense. None of it is real. Like if you put women today on the love boat from the 70s and 80s, you wouldn't recognize them as, as, as like part of the human species compared to what's walking around the Lido deck on the real like gophers sitting there looking at girls going, whoa. And I'm like, gosh, she's not developed yet because the standard of what we see today is so different. Asses are huge, and waists are 12 inches, and then these giant cans. Everybody looks like a transvestite now. Back then, you know, nice shape, Heather Locklear-type body, nothing crazy up top, nothing crazy down below, just a nice little curve. But now, that you know, there's women in junior high who have the same body. So back then, a girl who was a little bit ahead of her time at age 14 looked a lot like the girls who were 22 because they weren't fake. Now people are starting to send in... Uh... Sending the uh, remember when uh, girls now. Remember, uh, you seen Bridget Fonda lately? Oh yeah, that's look at this. Don't do that. Don't stop it. Oh my god, <laughs> how did that happen? I don't know. Carbohydrates. I don't, oh my god. <laughs> what a beast! French fries. That's just a lot. <laughs> this is not right. And I feel bad that she's got to have this on the internet. That's got to be right. I know. Because every once in a while, everybody googles themselves and. I, that the worst one with Bridget Fonda was, people did research to find out if that picture of that new lady is actually her. Yeah. If this was a joke. Like there you go. Look at that. Like it's no joke. Oh my god. Yeah, she was. She was a smoke show. Yeah, and Jackie Brown. She was man. Oh. And she was single white female. She was the one. We That's all right. Wanted. Yeah. Warren Beatty didn't do anything wrong at all, and we all know it. Now, if a st- well, like, well, I mean, look, he didn't. You're going with 2022, Mike. No, he did. He'd still get in trouble back then. No, you wouldn't. That's why he didn't, because it was a constant. Now, if you're well, if, the- look, if you're not in Hollywood, it was happening all the time then too. There's plenty of child brides. And I agree, like but that. That, I'm still not saying that doesn't make it right. It, there was plenty not right. Yeah, but still. You can't go back and say, okay, now it's it's illegal because today that would have been, like, so bad. It's like, that's what people did. Is it wrong? Yes, of course it's wrong to have sex with kids, teenage kids. It's terrible. But back then, they'd parade them around with the adults. And that's Roman Polanski's big thing. Yeah. The 13-year-old girl was at the party. That's why I was saying, where are you heading? Uh, one of the hotel. They got him. One of the Romans. Because it was like. Pool party. She didn't want it. 
it was still going on, and it is better now. But you can't you can't go retroactive with uh, morality. If that was true, everybody who went to Vietnam would be in jail because all the all the rules changed in war after Vietnam. All of them. So yeah, you want to go back and start doing that? You wouldn't do that. That's a terrible thing to do. Those guys were doing their jobs as the job required at the time. Period. That's it. Alan brought up, uh, what about Woody Allen? Woody Allen I mean, was like, he look banged at, his stepdaughter look, too. Every Married one him, of his he? movies is about him. Watch the movie Manhattan. There, yeah, she's there, sixteen, the and his his he is chasing her. He's a married man, and he can't get enough. He's obsessed with a sixteen year old, and she moves in with him. And and it, everybody's like, this is one of the best comedies ever written. It would be considered a horrible thing today if that movie came out today. You'd be like, what in the world? What is this? Terrible rapist chasing this girl oh, around. Woody. He's just great. And it didn't just apply from men to women. Watch the movie Class with uh, Rob Lowe and Jacqueline Bissett. Uh, there's a movie called My Tutor. Blame it on Rio. Blame it on Rio. It was, like There's all sorts of like uh, um, the Pizza Boy one. Uh, what's the? Uh, oh yeah, Last American, American Virgin. No, no, Virgin. Was that the, that wasn't Last American Version? The one I'm thinking of was Patrick Dempsey was the oh, pizza uh, boy. Something miss. Uh, he was like a teenager that delivered pizzas to housewives. I just had I had the pizza. I, it's I on the, tip of the my shirt. Tongue. Yeah, all you had to do was say anchovies. anchovies, and then that meant that I want to hump the pizza boy from high school, and everybody thought it was hilarious. Lover, lover boy, lover boy. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it was a different time. No lawsuits from the '70s, please. You got Polaroids of how Warren Beatty beat you up or, you know, strung up against a wall. Sure, but you should have brought that to somebody's attention. A minimum Reagan administration. Once the first Bush was in office, your time is up. Ooh, that's when Kirstie Alley was hot, too. Oh, yeah. Mm. And she ate Kirstie Alley. I know. That's another one. She used Kirstie Alley. And if you th- if you look at Kirstie Alley today and then and then tell somebody, goes, you know, her first the first line ever delivered to Kirstie Alley on Cheers was, because she just took over the room by walking in. Sam Lone saw her and went, because, I mean, my God, this is a striking, stunning woman. And they'd say, what, the woman behind that big fat lady? I'm like, no, that lady right there was her. <laughs> oh, it's tough. Aging is not easy on me. I got upset at the Warren Beatty thing. This is from a guy who couldn't get laid by anybody. I, the, reason, the reason I don't have any history of people who are going to come after me uh, upsets me, like because I'd have done it, <laughs> like back in the days. Like absolutely, can't have that. Nobody wanted to have sex with me. I don't know what was what it was like to have, you know, every age group liking me. Never happened. Still doesn't. It's pathetic. The best of Holmberg's morning sickness on ninety eight KUPD. This segment brought to you guys by Action Ride Shop. Wintertime's coming. I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. And you snowboarders and skiers know that. But now it's time to get that gear ready to go. It's been sitting long enough. So go into Action Ride Shop, mention KUPD, save $10 off your full tune-up, which includes base grind, edges sharpened, and hot wax. And if the snow's not your thing, mountain bikers, they got you covered there too. Full line of bikes including Pivot, Santa Cruz, Rocky Mountain, that's just to name a few, plus all the accessories. And of course, as you know, they have the best wrenches in town so they're going to get you dialed in for snow or the trails actionrideshop.com is where you're going to go or just go visit the boys over there on gilbert road and southern good time and then uh i went last night with uh, doug hopkins to 
his uh, his SO's birthday party, a little birthday dinner, and uh, it was pretty pretty remarkably good. Uh, found out that uh, our friend Kevin. He tried to tell a sob story. You know when somebody tries to tell a story and midway through the story you realize that the person telling it is looking for sympathy but they were wrong? So he went on Thanksgiving Day to get a bunch of Thanksgiving stuff at the Fry's grocery store. Right? He's like, you're not going to believe this. The whole story. You're not going to believe this. It's crazy. You're not going to believe it. So I walk in there. I load up two carts full of stuff. Getting ready for this. I get to, I realize I don't have my wallet. I'm like, oh. So I say, I have Apple Pay. Well, Fry's doesn't take Apple Pay. So I told the lady, well, I'm just going to take this home. I'll come back and pay you. And they wouldn't let me do it. And I'm like, Kevin, (laughs) you couldn't be more wrong. Like, Fry's is 100% right. They nailed it. There's like, you said everything a poor... just come on back. You said everything a poor person trying to steal two carts where the groceries would say, which is, I'll come back and pay you. And then he's like, I offered to Venmo her. I'm like, you're not actually buying it from the cashier. She's got to ring it in. And then there has to be an exchange that you didn't provide payments. Like saying, I've got all this dinar. Why aren't you taking my foreign money? It's like you were all wrong, 100% wrong. And everybody at the table is like, yeah, Kevin, you're pretty much, nothing you did was right that day. And he's like, I offered to pay her. What's yeah, wrong with this, this guy? He's, Kevin's crazy. <laughs> I love Kevin. He's hilarious. But it was a great moment to try to get a story to where everybody's like, can you believe it? And I'm like, what did you say on the way out? And I said, you had to say something stupid like, what is, what is, because you're being stupid. So what did a stupid person say? And he goes, oh, I turned and I yelled, I'll never shop at Fry's again. <laughs> and I'm like, and they were like, all right, good. <laughs> Lunatic. You're not actually shopping here now. You don't have any money. I have Apple Pay. Okay. You've got a phone is what you've got. Off you go. Half hour later, he come rolling in, yeah. hiding the stuff again. <laughs> right, no, do it again. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't do it again. I'm like, why don't you just tell him, ah, crap, I forgot my wallet. Push the carts over and say, I'll be right back. Uh, save yourself some embarrassment. He talked to managers. Oh, my God. I know. And I'm like, oh, you, you turned into a Karen. You had no argument. I had Apple Pay. They don't take it. It says it right there. Here's my ring for collateral. Right. Now, maybe, like, look, if I give you a watch and a ring, yeah. I'll come back for this. But then I'm running the risk that the person's just going to quit and leave with my watch and ring. But, yeah, it was a great story that he was, t- he was trying to garner support from the entire group and... I being the complete dick, like there, you couldn't have been more wrong. Like you, uh, fries is one hundred percent correct. I stand by fries. In fact, I'm going to start shopping more at fries because of this story. Doug didn't call him out. Oh yeah, Doug was with me. Oh, like, okay, yeah, right. Kevin, you blew it. This is terrible. Like all of us were like, this is the dumbest attempt to. Oh well, I thought I, I thought I was right. Like no, not even close. He's walking around puffy. Like I'm gonna. Oh, and he also said he told the manager who's probably 28 years old said he had a nose ring. His like twenty eight year old guy, he's just staring at him, and he goes, "And I told him I was going to write a letter." I'm like, "Oh, those are the moments when people under the age of thirty really shake. <laughs> like they love <laughs> letting." You know, okay, in four or five days when that arrives, I'm sure everyone will remember this problem. But it was hilarious because I, you know, you try to get something, you realize midway You're through helpless. the story, I'm like, "Wait a minute, maybe I was way offline." But it was, and then he kept saying, "But it was Thanksgiving." Like he's supposed to get some sort of a. Dickens, Wonderful like, life. Yeah, Dickens Miracle or Jimmy Stewart's going to, oh, let, let me pay for the whole thing. Merry Christmas, fries management. <laughs> yeah, he walked out and on the way before those doors slid open. I'll never shop at a fries again. You haven't today either, <laughs> sir. You didn't actually do any shopping at all. You just took a bunch of stuff off the shelf and made our day harder. See you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back for all this stuff in a second, you dicks. Fries, you win. Everybody, fries. Totally class Great job. Excellent work, fries. 
But never, ever believe anyone that says, I'll be right back with your money. That's the worst phrase to trust ever. I wouldn't have the balls to do that. I mean, that's... Oh, I'd be wow. so embarrassed. I would, I, yeah. I forgot my wallet. It's, it's all on me. I did everything wrong. Very worst case, just push it aside. I'll be right back. Right. And then don't come back because <laughs> it's embarrassing. And never set foot in there again. They'll remember you. You're the idiot. So, sorry, Kevin. But that one was that one had me giggling because he wanted, he wanted sympathy. He's like, man, for, uh, did you have Thanksgiving at all, Tiny Tim? Or was it just the worst? Day? He ended up just fine. They've got it. He went over to Safeway or something with the Apple Pay. And they do take Apple yeah, Pay. Yeah, they though. do. And that is convenient. <laughs> Fries, you should probably take Apple yeah. Pay. That's a pretty neat feature for you know people who don't have wallets. Kevin may come back. Yeah, Kevin <laughs> might come back if you up your technology to Apple Pay, which I absolutely love Apple and Pay. It's weird. I, and worst case, I, like I know my, my debit card numbers, so I could put them in there. You can do that? I didn't think you yeah. could do that. You really? can dial it in? Yeah, you could manually put it in there, just like no if, like the card's not swiping wow, or I taking didn't know it. That. I you can put the numbers in there. I know my Amex. Yeah, but it seems I'd even feel like I was doing something wrong, fishy, typing in the number. Well, you have to know the the codes well, and all everything. Yeah. But how hard is that? And That's it, like, so my, criminal. It seems criminal. So like, go die. I don't have a card, but watch this. <laughs> they want to make sure you know, like if he had his phone or whatever, and it shows it. Yeah, still, that seems just have a. Use it the proper way. Be a goddamn yeah. human being. These poor people at Fry's don't need to... They're not detectives. You they don't, don't have, care. Right. Most of the time they don't. But if I watch somebody... I, well, I told you that thing when I was down at the Fry's downtown, and the guy in front of me with his EBT card was trying to buy two things of eggnog, M&Ms, and a thing of regular milk. And the lady's like, you got seven bucks on this thing. He goes, ah. Oh, one was chocolate milk, one was eggnog, one was regular milk. And then a thing M and M's, and then seven dollars. Uh, all right, get rid of the white milk, and uh, where does that leave me? And I'm like, like twelve fifty. Yeah. How about? Uh, and I'm standing behind it. I could have paid, but I'm like, I want to see how this ends. He he whittled it down to the eggnog and the chocolate milk before the the bagger was like, here, I'll give you a couple bucks. And he's like, forget it. And he's like, no, you get seven dollars on your EBT, and you came down here to buy chocolate milk and the eggnog. Yeah. And, of course, he's in a can't-walk-rascal scooter. I wonder why. His diet was so strong with M&M's <laughs> and eggnog. And... Anyway, it was a good Thanksgiving. Hopefully everybody was happy. Brett got a little bit sick. You feel yeah. better now. He got yeah. for throwing up from all that poorly, it wasn't for the food. poorly cooked lasagna. <laughs> some undercooked sausages. Too many hands. On Definitely the food. wasn't that. Too many people touching each other. Too many kisses. Did you have a lot over? Well, we have... 12, I think. 12 people. 10 or 12, yeah. Yikes. Anybody get hurt? No 13. fights? No, not too bad. You get a couple arguments? No, no, no. no? There's a typical loud voices, but yeah. that's about it. Nothing, Politics? Nothing crazy. No, 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 no. no. Anybody talk Medea about draws vaccine? the line. Yep. So when you're walking in, she, here's the rules. Yep. No politics, period. Yeah, yeah it's the... Uh, she it's carries a, a K-12 nightstick. <laughs> and you just had the three of you? Yeah. I did nothing. And Yeah, it's a yeah. whole bunch of great. That's the best when you got nothing going on. I mean, I had a lot going on, but Thanksgiving was just a plate of turkey and food. And, and Kennedy. Was it? And Kennedy getting blown up, which is, god damn it, it's going to make me cry. Especially though the Australians just kept shooting fake Kennedy and just blowing him up. It's the best. If you, get, if you get your hands on that documentary, it's 12 years old and they still run it like it's something, but at the end they tell you, we fed the findings from this, we absolutely nothing. We can't, you know, we can't figure a thing maybe out. Maybe next year. We know Kennedy's dead, but we found out nothing today. It's we great. need to we need to get with a fake Kennedy head, and we'll get with the guys from MMP and do our own thing. God damn, Brett. Done. Next Thanksgiving. <laughs> Write this down. Don't right. forget this. Next Thanksgiving. Eric will be all about it. It's the 60th anniversary, so next year on the 22nd, it'll be uh, 
think that's a Wednesday next year. We do our show live. I've from, got the uh, uh, from a I've got the place range. where it can get the proper elevation. You got a sixth floor to deal with here? Well, basically, the, the drop would be about six floors. We need six floors. Yeah, I think it is. An angle, an elm tree, a curved street. In the proper, oh, uh, we curves. need a convertible. I'll take my Jeep close enough. We'll just take the top <laughs> off the Jeep and blow some Kennedy up in the back of my Jeep. We'll do the white Jeep because it's older, and I don't mind if it stains up. That's my off-roader. Oh, yeah, and plus the white. When we blow up Kennedy's head, we'll just it'll really shine chunks on the white uh, paint. Oh, baby. And we need a little fake uh, Jackie Kennedy, too, to sit there in her pink pillbox hat. And, uh, that's no problem. And then have her crawling around. We need robotics. We need all sorts of stuff. We need to get these uh, M&P guys better get to work. M&P guns will be on it. Yeah, we're on it. We'll be uh, we'll be all over that. Trip Reeb commands you to listen to the top morning show in town. I see your talents have gone beyond the mere physical level. Holmberg's morning sickness. Even if they are on vacation. KUPD. I'm a fan of like a few of the things that they're about to do. I'm liking that there's so many killer Santa movies coming out like they're turning santa movies violent out, right? night violent night looks awesome there's two movies i've been excited about in the last 10 years and i think they're both come puss in boots the new puss in boots i'm like thrilled with that because i think he's hilarious and then that violent night's got me thinking like this is something i want to watch kirby and i are going to check it out violent night yeah yeah you got to and then well I, I told the i ruined a, a, a santa belief in a kid once because he overheard me talking to a friend of mine. He was probably six or seven. I'm like, and I just said, if Santa was real, how come, like, he would find all the missing kids? There'd be no missing kids. Like, they would have employed him with that superpower of knowing where the kids are. You know are where they time. are. <laughs> you always know where they are. they're still getting gifts. <laughs> right. Well, not even getting gifts. He keeps an eye on them all the time. Oh, yeah, like, He's got true. a special power yeah. to watch them all he's year long. He's not helping out too much. And he doesn't help out with any missing kids. Not my role, Ever. bro. Right. <laughs> like it's out of his pay grade or something. <laughs> I got to watch them, and I know where they are. I'm just not saying anything. Like, we got to find the missing kids. Or at least pop in and go, JonBenet's dead. Just be the Santa that we need. Like, just quit looking. Quit looking for that one. He's gone. Where is his body? I only know them when they're alive. Why are there gifts in this cornfield? <laughs> he's just, just Santa unopened just packages. Wild stuff around the body. Like, I always wondered that. Like, why didn't we ever... And as a little kid, that... It hit me right after Santa was... Had passed, I guess we'll say, in my life. And I believed up until about... I guess I was uh, eight. Sorry if there's any kids listening right now. I'm wrecking the game. Your parents, you know how to lie to your kids and talk them out of it. Trust me, you've been lying to them like crazy about this thing. Uh, but I remember there was a missing kid in the neighborhood... Within like six or seven months in Albuquerque, me finding out there wasn't a thing anymore, and I, I'm like, ah. Well, if you look at no, it, there's, there's not so many. Of course, you can't find them. I don't right. think. What? Because when they implemented the Elf on the Shelf, that was the added watching your kids. That's helped out. Why well, you so, don't see kids on milk cartons anymore? That program. Well, that's really my been point, affected. though. There's still missing kids. Not as many. I'm saying the <laughs> you Elf, think it has elf on the Shelf is. See, uh, I think you're just now. See, this is you being a parent. Immediately going to more lying to your children, which you guys love to do. Santa would have helped out with the missing kids. I mean, every time I watch OP Live, they'd be like, all right, here with the Missing Kids Foundation is Santa Claus. He knows we're all... Like, if he, if, the, if he had that power, there would be no missing children on the planet. Just send a letter over saying, right Here's over here. Here's where they are. Here's where all of them are. And no one would ever take a kid. No one will. Santa's going to ruin this. You know, there'd be no need for Amber Alerts or anything like that. And I remember telling my buddy that, and his kid was right there. 
And he said, what is he talking about with no Santa? It's like, oh, he's just fooling around. But if there's missing, he would know where the missing kids are. Oh my God, I've done something terrible here. And it dawned on the kid that maybe that Santa's powers. Like, and then, of course, my friend had to lie to his son about, well, if Santa only knows when his kids are with his parents. What if you're adopted? Like, I had so many immediate answers to that. That's not true. But you're just lying to him more. You're just lying to keep him where he's, you know, it's a behavior program from ages two to seven or eight through that rough period where they're trying to lie to you all the time. You lie to them like crazy and say that there's an overlord that'll give you presents if you're good. Yeah, it's it's the dessert after dinner. Is can it, see you. Uh, I was just thinking, is it um, Amy? Who was the one that was kidnapped for like 12 years? There's been a, a long few. Time. Amy Smart. No, Amy Smart was uh, she was <laughs> she was a girl in uh, in uh, that movie with Jason Statham. That's right. It was a I Smart. She was, was also the last Varsity name, Blues. I'm not, maybe I don't know. Huh? No, not Varsity Blues. She was in that terrible butterfly effect. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about though. The Utah yeah. girl. Did she? She get... was missing for a while. Santa never found her either. But I wonder, under uh, you know, when she was in in that, did she get uh, Christmas presents during those years? I think she did. <laughs> so she never turned and said, "Why isn't Santa telling everybody where I am?" Yeah, maybe. I don't know. She might have been Elizabeth Smart. Elizabeth. Maybe Smart. she yeah. was just uh, outside the the ring of belief. And are you happy on Christmas when you get the presents from your abductor? These aren't bad. There's got to be a couple things like, I hate him, but that's a pretty good present. You get something for him? Living in that tent in the backyard? That tarp thing? I don't think she was gone that long. She was gone for a while. But yeah, like like that lady that we talked about the other day, 51 years she's been missing. From ages 2 to 52. Gone. Santa never ever even said a word. I know where she is. She's alive, by the way. Santa, can you help out a little bit with that? Oh, no, 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 I don't want to get involved in the law. Wow, what a dick. That's out of his song. jurisdiction. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows when you've been abducted, and he won't say a word. For heaven's sake. Oh, you better watch out. Some kid in a well singing that song. This sucks. There is no Santa. <laughs> He's a... He's garbage if he is. But then the next thing you know, there lowers down a little present Stop. in a basket yeah. in the yeah. well. Yeah, because yeah, Jane Gum's getting you Merry Christmas. The lotion. Yeah. <laughs> Put this in your backside. All right. Is Santa coming? Maybe. I'll dress as Santa. Not like that, you weirdo. Mister! Yeah. It just it doesn't, uh, doesn't register with me, but I ruined it before. And then the movie Cocaine Bear. That's another one that I'm kind of excited about. Except for I found out Elizabeth Banks directed it. And uh, will be in a... Not a big fan of her movie. Ray Liotta's la- one of his last roles. Uh, yeah. Cocaine Bears are a true story, which is the crazy part. About a bear who grabbed hold of cocaine that was dropped like out of... 40. A-, a dude jumped out of an airplane uh, with cocaine all over his body. And the- he was the only one flying it. And the plane crashed a few miles, or like a couple hundred miles away. Just let it go. He, you know, ghost rode it. Bear discovers it. Jumped out. Cocaine goes out. He dies or something. And then bear finds the coke, does the coke, and then goes on a rampage as cocaine bear. They have him in a, um, he's in a museum or in like a restaurant or something. I think it's in Tennessee or uh, Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah, he's in Lexington. 
and people visit Cocaine Bear. They have his actual body. <laughs> the Cocaine Bear. So I'm interested in that movie, too, but I have a feeling that one's going to stink. Violent Night looks great. And then uh, Cocaine Bear's pretty solid. I'm not a... That was pretty good. And fa- Puss in they- Boots is going to be... I'm going to be first in line for Puss in Boots. That, that little cat kills me. They found the grotto, the little den where the bear was hibernating in between yeah. it. Yeah. Because that little world was mine fountain out <laughs> front of it. All right. So, John, I, for one, am pleased to announce that Santa ain't no snitch. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true, I guess. If you've been in the joint, you appreciate Santa not being a snitch. Santa don't snitch. Snitches get stitches, and I ain't playing that game. Holmes. Yeah, never once found a missing kid. Never once did anybody even ask. Have we asked Santa? It's my theory about ghosts. They ain't real. And what do we learn? He was he was more effective or more passioned about hooking up misfit toys. Well, yeah. They I gave mean, them a the, chance. Well, sure, but missing kids. But not going to the missing kids. Got a whole island for missing toys. Yeah. Missing kids is like, that's your problem. You'd pull them off the island. Right. He's got a team of elves with magic powers to keep an eye on your kids. First thing, where's Santa? People who believe in ghosts don't even turn to ghosts when somebody goes missing. Ever. And I I stand by my theory that ghosts aren't real based solely on that. If a police chief of any city came forward and said, we can't solve this one, we're pretty sure ghosts did it, he'd be fired the next day. It pretty much means no one actually believes Just a matter of time, John. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, the firing, it is just a matter of time. Ghost I, crime. As the brand new police chief of Phoenix, Arizona, I have to say all these unsolved crimes, I've looked into it. Pretty positive there's a ghost problem going on here, and they're they're abducting a lot of people and killing some folks. They fired the next day, because everybody deep down knows there's no such thing. And if there is a ghost, they can't do anything to it. Cease and desist at once. The rest of Holmberg's morning sickness. This is the Big Red Radio. Hey everybody, it's John Holmberg here, and it's time for the Brady Report, even though it's a rerun of one. It's still the best of. It's got to be a good one, or we wouldn't have chosen it. And it's still brought to you by our friends at Hooters. How about Hooters for lunch? I'll do it. Monday through Friday, whether we're here or not, Hooters has great specials from 11 to 2 for lunch. Get $2 off any 10-piece wings, fish and chips, salads, and watch the game there on Monday nights. Football specials start at 6 o'clock, only at Hooters. Brady, repeat, report it. Caught a couple of baseless fun facts. The D in Billy D. Williams is short for his Dave. real middle name. <laughs> you ready for this? His real name is William December Williams Jr. Oh, right. <laughs> Billy D. is Billy Billy. That's great. William December Williams. Oh, Junior. That sounds like that sounds like a jock from Kiss Twelve Thirty or does. whatever. Kiss Twelve Thirty, the rhythm of the city, baby. It's Billy D. Billy on your <laughs> radio dial. Got a job fair this Saturday, but unfortunately, it starts at ten a.m., so none of our listeners are going to make it. <laughs> I used to love doing the job fair commercials for Kiss Twelve Thirty. That's my favorite thing. I look back in my radio career. If I were to write a book, there'd be three chapters on the what did I have to do for Kiss Twelve Thirty? Because <laughs> in the year twenty twenty two, none of it would fly. Program director uh, and the uh, production director would come to me and go, "Do you have a black voice?" I suppose. What do you need? Uh, street rapper, read this. I'm like, All right. 
Hey, join us this weekend over here at the Kiss 1230 Job Fair. Like, you have to sound blacker. I'm like, you guys are horrible people putting me in this spot. <laughs> smooth. They'd say that stuff. Smooth Billy D. Williams type. And the worst part was that big, tall salesman that sold for Kiss, the big black guy, uh, Jimmy. Oh, yeah. There's Jimmy, and then there's Derek Doss. He, he, but the best was Cookie. Harvey. Oh, Cookie, who just put the sign up that said Gone, Gone Fishing. Fish. That's how she quit. Gone Fishing. <laughs> That's all we saw. What's up in the... But I'd get a note. We need this one to be smooth, like a guy in a candlelit room. Like the before it was a thing, a ladies' man. And I would I think it was Jimmy Smith was his name. And he'd come and goes, hey, John, uh, happy birthday. Uh, he didn't know how to say hello. He just said happy birthday to me like every time I saw him. Happy birthday, just in case it was my birthday. <laughs> hey, come on down this weekend, y'all. The big Kiss 1230 Jazz Festival job fair going on. Every commercial was a job fair. Come on down this weekend. We got uh, free sausages and links going on the barbecue at uh, Lolo's Chicken Wings. Job fair also right there. <laughs> like everything was, that place was just full of people not working. <laughs> a lot of job fairs. Everything was a job fair. You thinking about popping the question of that special lady? Come on down to Roscoe's beautiful Diamond Emporium and Job Fair. When we were at the old building, I remember, I remember Tangiman coming up, and she's she's like, uh, "We need a very Hispanic sounding person," and I'm all like, "We'll have See, Shannon do it. He's Hispanic." Yeah, and then she goes, "Well, I already tried that, and it's not Hispanic enough. Can you try it?" I'm like, "I'm, I'm, a, I'm a guinea. What do you want me to do about it?" You look a little brown. No, I'm, I've seen you working on a car. So then it was even like. Okay, man, <laughs> come on yeah, down. Now it's yeah, just and racist. Like, yeah, exactly. That yeah, was the worst job I ever had. You need a job? We got a place for you this weekend. You come on down to Smiley's Auto Sales and Job Fair. <laughs> Everything was a goddamn job. Purchase of a car, you get a yeah. job. <laughs> you come down here and get yourself at the Jungle Jalopy Jungle and Job Fair. I promoted some sweet shows on Kiss 12. Oh, I bet, yeah. George Benson is back again this week. <laughs> I did the commercials for him right there. Come on down to Lolo's Job Fair and see George Benson live. Confunction. Confunction I'd go see right now. That's the way it goes on Love's Train. Oh, Confunction. Kiss Get me now. Kiss 1230. The rhythm of the city. Hey, what's up, mother... You want a job? Here's a job fair commercial. Everything was a job fair. I don't know how many job fair commercials I did. That a couple was, of beauty salons. Yeah, they had um, that. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I did the spots. Got I the was, beeper stores back then too. I was the yeah, black there was. beepers and the auto sales. There's two or three of those car stuff. But when the local stuff popped up, it was always me. Hey, DJ Easy Dick Clapper, you cross your fat ass on Kiss Twelve Thirty. Rent, I got really. I wish I still had some of those because the first one was probably me going, "Hey, come on down for the job fit." Not real confident by the end of it. Like, hey, what's up, mother? F- how you doing today? <laughs> I was just throwing it out there. People wanted me on the air. You got to be, be canceled. You, now. Oh, are you kidding me? It's like I did those spots over there for the chicken thing, and they had that too, and that would that made me so wildly uncomfortable. <laughs> what was funny too is every now and then. You'd have your other clients on the other stations. We'll, we'll go ahead and bonus some of those commercials on Kiss Twelve Thirty. Oh, that's great! Come on down to the Mayonnaise Festival. Like this is yeah. not a some thing. of the zone spots. Yeah. See Incubus live at this year's Hellman's uh, get off. <laughs> Don't forget the Copper Tone this summer. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the Copper Tone. Come on down to Stacy's Channing Beds. We're all ready for you. 
Mention this ad and get 20% off. <laughs> Kiss twelve thirty, man. That should still be a thing. It was How in a did closet. Your coworker feel about Stacy's tanning? Oh, no, that's oh. not a real thing. That wasn't a real thing. But I, 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 Stacy's tanning <laughs> ran. It would run on the zone. Didn't care less. They're they like, didn't yeah, care. Bonus. Yeah. It's a bonus. Nobody listened there. to that station. It was twelve thirty a.m. and it was. It was the rhythm of the city, Toledo. You have to understand. <laughs> it was for guys trying to get laid, like now, in an apartment with one candle. <laughs> Turn on Kiss 1230. It was AM radio, so it was like even worse. Hey, come on down. <laughs> the worst sound ever. You are my lady. Yeah. My love. <laughs> everything I need and more job fair this weekend. You're everything I need and more job fair. Are there any tapes of that left? I, if there were, I would have them and they would be played regularly. <sighs> I had. I probably did 100 commercials for that thing. And I was doing promos. You listen to the Rhythm of the City, Kiss 1230. <laughs> I shouldn't be doing this, guys. We gotta. Get. And it was the worst part was is that the African American sales staff wouldn't read the ads. They couldn't do it. Like I would, they they loved me being. So they were okay with. They it. were asking me to do it. It was crazy. You sure? Are you sure about? That? Yeah, go ahead. It's all right. Are you sure? I don't know if I should be doing this one. All right. Hey everybody, come on down to Lolo's Chicken. I got a big special <laughs> on that. I don't like saying any of these words right now. If you only knew. Let your soul glow. Come see the OJs this weekend. They're going to be out of the job fair. Because <laughs> <laughs> they need jobs, too. They, yeah, because they, they haven't had a hit in a long time. Meet the OJs in line at this week's job fair. <laughs> Not performing the OJs. The sport that causes the most testicular injuries among young men? I would guess soccer. Bull riding. Oh, that's a good one. Ooh, bad. I don't know. I'm going to lacrosse. No. Wow. Abraham Lincoln gave a presidential pardon to a man who'd been convicted of attempted bestiality. Not the most timely headlines, Brady. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) But go on. I know you're still in the fun Inquiring minds want to know. After the news, it's like, hmm. Lincoln News just when leaking out. When you put bestiality under the term fun fact, I have issues <laughs> in the first thing. That is really... So, here's a fun fact. Abraham Lincoln's friend was a bestiality guy. He pardoned the dude. Fun fact. Because he said he was drunk at the time. Yeah. Good excuse. Not sure what animal he tried to have sex with, but... Abe didn't care. He showed a lot of grace. <laughs> Look, it was attempted. And he was drunk. Attempted meaning if he was harder, it would have worked. Probably. Oh, probably. I don't know what attempted bestiality looks like. I don't want to know. I don't either. And I don't want to be friends with that guy. No. I'm certainly the not. former Mesa fire chief knows. He attempted, but yeah. that was with a lamb. It was even a baby. He couldn't get it up, and he was drunk. He's probably still in jail for that, right? Oh, no, there no. were no laws in the books no. then. That's yeah. right. That was when we were making fun of Sheriff Joe. It's just a rough night. It's Sheriff Joe's friend. And all I kept saying was, uh, his wife's done a number on him and left him or something. This dude has women problems. Like, something horrible has happened. That he's gone to his neighbor's barn to have sex with the babies. It was with a sheep or something, It was a sheep. Right? Yeah, it, was okay. a, it was a lamb. It was a little one. Oh, man. Yeah, missionary position yep. was in the paper. Yep. Missionary? He rolled it over yeah. on yeah. his back. <laughs> Some reason or another, we got that detail. Can't find out what happened to baby Melissa, because they didn't ask a single question. But the, what position did you find the man having sex with the lamb in? Oh, it was missionary. It was crazy to look at. 
neighbor came knocking on the door of the barn, opened up. Somebody's in my barn. Guy turns, he goes, oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm trying to f*** your sheep. Yeah, like, I'm going to have to call <laughs> And the Griselda on that one? Yeah, Griselda oh. Satino, KTAR. Hey, get that off me. News. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sprayed. <laughs> Griselda Satino is moist. There's this dude in Florida who has his mom's name tattooed on his chest. Ugh. Just got arrested for attacking her. Again. His name's Thomas Pinson. He's 27 years old. The tattoo of a rose and features his mom's full name. Carmen Pinson. They were fighting about money in a job-related drama last Tuesday when he pushed her to the ground. Because they're wasting money on tattoos of each other. Cops say he used to work at a restaurant called the Casual Clam. <laughs> Don't Google that either. Shut <laughs> Don't up. Google that, that either. Cannot be How long does it take to prepare the Casual Clam? <laughs> Three and a half minutes. Depends on the mood. <laughs> he first. I can, get, I can get boxed to mouth with the Casual Clam in under five minutes. He first made headlines in 2017 after he did the exact same thing. Shoved his mom. She hit him. Uh, she hit her head pretty hard. Got arrested. Domestic and took him battery. back in. It's a yeah. real place. The casual clam? You got photos <laughs> yeah. of the casual clam? What's uh, the sign yeah. say? Isn't that because they have the bearded clam and family guy? Yeah, that's all. I it has uh, warm clam, clams, cold beer. Right. Maybe, I don't know. There's the casual clam. All right. He looks, that's he oysters, looks not fairly laid back. Welcome to the casual clam. See what kind of great place this is. This clam like. isn't going to give you any guff. There's your clam boat. Oh, it's one <laughs> oh, of those Bubba Gump type. Oh, look at that. Tongue in cheek places. Oh, look at all those oysters. And then the picture of that laid-back clam looking at you like, Ed, eat it. How you doing? Why don't you eat me? I'm a casual clam. Yum, yum, yum. What is that? That is some sort of butterflied fish. Tail on. That's probably trout. Flounder would be my guess. All right. It could be that, too. I'm going to go with like castaways down there. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Except for weird. not a place to go get a good meal. The casual clam. Stroked pussy. Delicious food at a reasonable price. Right here at the Stroked Pussy. There's a mommy blogger in England. She's trending right now. Because she talked about her family has a vomit bowl. Ew. There's a baking bowl that they would always use for the kids when they were sick. Here's your vomit bowl. bowl. And then she threw it out there and does find out, do other families have vomit bowls? We had one. 50%. But it wasn't a bowl. It was a bucket. No, yeah, yeah. We had a metal trash can. Yeah, like a tra- we would go get the trash can. Yeah, but it's from in the, the garage bathroom. and stuff. It's yeah, not like... that wasn't one you'd no. always go to. Uh, ours it was like whatever was... We would use the... Uh, right, but it's not in the kitchen or anything yeah, like that. That's what I'm saying. We would use the kitchen trash can with no lining in it. And then just hose it out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh. <laughs> I throw up a That's lot. Nasty. When I was a kid, I used to throw up all the time. But my mom got fed up because I wouldn't even go to try to throw up. I just puke all over the bed. I didn't even try. But just they lean had over to know. The to the yeah, bed. My I mom had so. to hate It was me. always a trash can. I guess if you knew it was coming, like if you're sick. Sure, and I knew it was food. coming. I just never got up. I'm like, my stomach is killing me. I'm just going to push it all over the bed. Mom! What a lazy prick. <laughs> I was a complete dick about puking. And I threw up all the time. I just remember my roommate was thrown up into a bowl. He grabbed the yeah. bowl. The bowls aren't big. Tied away. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's in his glasses. Not shaped. Oh. It's not shaped. Oh. Just looped back oh. over. Tsunami. You need Jesus. rectangular, deep. <laughs> yeah. You have some depth. Yeah. You can't have bowls. 
That thing's going to swirl around and smash you back in the eyes. You get puke in your eyes? You think oh. you're going to die? <laughs> it's just, it's torture. Scientists have gotten together and put together a urinal that you'll no longer get sprayed if you're stepping up to pee. How old are you? You haven't figured out urinals yet? A lot of urinals will... Uh, How close are you standing? And you don't go design. shooting straight into it. You arc downward. Well, the standard urinal... You hit the angle. You hit that you, little... You gotta hit the right angle. Yeah. This one allows you a this little more lenience. For micro penises that just pull out and shoot straight. Well, there's the different designs that you have. So it kind of blocks it. They'll have the two standard urinals. And there's the new design. The one that looks like an upside down vagina? Yeah, it has like a triangle opening. So it don't splash back? Yeah, it doesn't splash yeah, I don't back. I have a problem with we, it. We need that here because if you go to the urinal in the yeah, men's true. room here, it's it's, yep. it's like a minefield I think of those drips. Guys just pee. Yeah, well, there's the problem. It's yeah. just dripping. And that's because of KSLX. Nobody tells you after the age of 50 that you have another ounce of pee in you when you think you're done peeing. And oh, I, think yeah. those, I think those KSLX guys just wave it around and are dropping and dripping all over. You got to... The urinal splashback is... You at least got to, uh, you know... That's some trying. Push it. Tap it three or four times, too. When oh, I stand over the toilet for a long time. Urinals especially. Because I, like, I don't wear underwear, so I, don't, I can't have the, the Aleutian Islands running down my leg. Merriam-Webster. Bouncing along to it. Just announced its word of the year for 2022. Gaslighting. Yep. Yeah, I saw that. Still not sure what it is. It's just... The mental manipulation of somebody. Fake news, conspiracy theories, and deep fakes. Gaslighting has emerged as the word of our time. It's defined as the act or practice of grossly misleading someone, especially for one's own advantage. You try to you try to make someone not believe their own instincts. And I saw the origin of it was a guy used to turn the gaslights in his house down. And when the wife would say, it's dimmer in here, he'd go, no, it's not. Something's wrong with you. Psychological manipulation yeah. of a person. And she started to believe it. So every day he'd turn them down a little more, making her think that she couldn't see or whatever. And he was playing with the gaslights. She and must have been hot. Must have been stupid I mean, as a step. Yeah. So hot. She's so 1800s hot. Is it darker in here or is it just me? I think you got glaucoma, baby. I don't know what's going on. You should lay down on your back. I know, roll over. There were nine runners up. Oligarch was one. That's a big one. Omicron. Ah. Codify. That's a good one. Queen Consort. Yeah, I learned that this year. Raid. For some reason, Raid, that based upon the increase in the Roaches. people looking it up. No, it was because of the Donald Trump's Miralaga home. Oh, oh, they raided. I was in the, people didn't know what the raids were? Oh, they... They keep looking up. Basically, it's gaslighting was inspired. Um, well, saw a... You know, increase in lookups for gaslighting. So the same thing. People, people are wondering. Right? Yeah. Hmm. Cancel culture. Yeah, gaslighting is one that's popped up a lot, and suddenly everybody knows exactly what it is. I didn't know what it was before this year, and now people are worried about it. But I think it could have been happening until it was named. It was probably happening to you all the time. <laughs> it was happening to you all the time. You just didn't notice. I gaslit them. See what I did. <laughs> a woman in Florida named Amanda Ramirez is suing Kraft, the makers of Velveeta's microwavable shells and cheese cups, mm. because she says they lie about how long the macaroni and cheese takes to prepare. 
Amanda claims she bought the product several times over the past couple of months and paid a premium price since it was a $10.99 for packs of eight because the box says the cups are ready in three and a half minutes. But she says that's not true. Hmm. There's a four-step set of instructions printed oh. on the backs on the box, and the microwaving alone is three and a half minutes. Right. What's wrong? She's with talking you? about opening it up, stirring it. That's yeah. time consuming. Yeah. What's wrong she with these pigs? Yeah. The pig, there's what a the lot hell? wrong with them. The they should say doesn't on. say how long it took Amanda to fully complete this, all the steps, but you have to remove the lid on the cup, right. add water. So you have to now say instructions from box to mouth. And that is something that you do not want to search on Pornhub. <laughs> From box to mouth, you will be eating uh, within five minutes. Three and a half of it's microwave time. Then, then, and then it's up to you how slow or fast you are at getting it. Yeah. Well, it all... What a hog. It's all because of the phrasing <laughs> on the box. Right. Amanda's uh, lawyers have filed the class action lawsuit seeking more than $5 million in damages. $5 million? <laughs> This wildebeest is going to get $5 million? <laughs> I hope so. No the way. lawsuit Should also admits. Get a chunk. Oh, it'll change, a chunk. It because it'll change all our directions to say from box to mouth, oh. which is going to make me the happiest man in the world. <laughs> the lawsuit also admits that if the box said it takes three and a half minutes to cook instead of ready in three and a half Prepare. minutes, there'd be no problem. Preparation time. Has to be included in your instructions, or you owe me five million dollars. This is a great. I love this country. From box to mouth, the sweet, sweet flavors of cheese. From box to mouth, oh god! And if you want instructions for that, all you have to do is go to bluewaffle.net. All the instructions. Lemonparty.org also helps you out with your your party needs. Wow, we have lost our minds. According to new research, the average sofa lasts eight years and has witnessed 311 arguments. Oh, yeah. Suffered 316 drink spillages and been the site of 286 makeup sessions. What does that mean? Makeup or make out? Make up. They're saying oh, makeup. Okay. I guess, you know, sitting down after the argument or, it has, or actually getting it on. It has had how many buttholes bear on it. <laughs> Average couch ha- hosts 401 naps, more than 8,500 hours of TV watching, and swallowed whoa, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. the remote 346 oh, times. <sighs> My couch swallows. <laughs> on average, people expect to spend $1,200 on their dream couch. But if they bought a new couch that costs too much, 71% of the people would be fine with a used one. No. <laughs> because of the butthole thing. That's nasty. Yeah. yeah. yeah everybody doesn't and it swallows, too. Like the remote. Yeah, it yeah, swallows, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what's been eaten. There's not enough Clorox wipes to get that off. I did. My couch was uh, gently used, the one I have, because of the dogs. Found this cat. The guy's like, it's, couch. it's been That's in my living room. Couch, the guy's like, it's right? been in my living room. We hardly used it. And then, so at the place, we're taking the cushions off and we're moving. There's this dog hair all underneath. And he goes, Oh, I thought my wife cleaned that. And I'm like, All right, you've been using the hell out of this. And all I thought was bare buttholes, dog buttholes, people buttholes on a good Saturday. Even Brady's butthole has been on his couch. That's disgusting. It has, right? Uh, the new couch. You, no, no, it hasn't. You have not. Well, we had it in, in underwear. That's not a bare butthole. Yeah. yeah no, has no. Ronnie's bare butthole been on that couch? 
I'll have to ask her. Well, no, no. You, you don't just sit on it. I'm saying there's activities. Yeah, no, it hasn't. Nobody just that sits I've on their couch without their pants <laughs> Maybe it has. Like, yeah. she's around the house alone. Right. She's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try to make suction noises on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't done in a year's time. That's what you do when you first get a couch. Yeah. It's still, you, we're still waiting for that. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. You push your knocker down on that couch, man. No adult buttholes on our couch. On our you haven't any... Buttholes on your couch either? Nope. Kids. We're over. Man. You think no, Dr. Went all oh, damn right. Hold on. That's why I said adult. Oh, yeah. Your kid's buttholes. I know. You can tell from the stains. Kids are dirty. <laughs> First day we got the yeah, new couch. When you get yeah. a new couch, oh, you, yeah. you break it in. That's what I thought. That's what I'm thinking well, now. You need to get on that there, Chief. What's wrong with you? Christmas. It'll happen the holidays. Ew. Yeah. For Jesus. Yes. In front of the, the birth. To celebrate the birth. Yeah. <laughs> What are you guys doing to... Ah, gross, excuse me. Why are you on the couch doing horrible things to mom? Go to bed, Kirby. Her butthole is touching the, the leather. It's never coming off. Right. Grab some protection. Here comes the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, I, I can make you happy, though. Because you know that freak show that uh, is the... Uh, uh, the Deputy Assistant Secretary of the Office of Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition in the U.S. Department of Energy. You know that bald guy that wears oh, too yeah, much lipstick yeah, yeah. and the dresses? <laughs> Openly uh, gender fluid. His name is Sam uh, Brinton, and everybody's like, well, hopefully this works out. You know, it's a diversity hire. We all know that. And everything. Uh, he was in an airport in Minneapolis, and he stole some lady's bag off the carousel and left with it. Oh, jeez. And so, uh, like video footage like he's easy to spot <laughs> so like, that's my bag where see that bald guy with too much lipstick on in that dress yeah that's my bag so they he's getting in his car and all that and he's leaving and uh turns out he didn't even check a bag he was down there stealing so just not a good moment there for this but it's hilarious because i thought to myself what would happen if my bag if you got were to guess what he's going to be in trouble for well, I mean, the lady has nice style. He liked the he liked the bag yeah, inside of it. There was two. But you'd think, I guess, man, that's scary. You can't steal somebody's bag. I know. I'm just saying. You think about that grift idea. Oh, it's been happening. It's, yeah. Remember those people at Sky Harbor that would go over and just start swiping them? They didn't really have a thing. But uh, like, that's the best moment. No, uh, can you fire this person? A gender fluid. Bald man with lipstick and a nice dress. Might be a promotion. I would, but they Might won't. Might be a promotion. They won't. They can't. No. Like that's. It would just be. It would look terrible. Yeah. Like I. I think in this situation. I don't know. I think if I was a bald guy in a dress with lipstick on, I'd be stealing stuff all the time. Going, what are you going to do about it? Not a bad idea. You bigot. Yeah, wander <laughs> around. I can do it. I get away with anything. Lipstick in the dress. Be like, you can't get mad at me. I'm. Rob a bank. 20, whatever. Twenty twenty two. Yeah. Because you can't really describe it. Who stole from you? Oh, I was a bald guy. Lipstick. Dress? Why didn't you kick his ass? Sounds like an easy fight. I'm not beating up a well, whatever uh, it is. I can't. I don't know. I don't think. I think it's illegal to do it. I think I'd get in. Like if that was on TMZ, I'd look like a jerk. He could go full. Uh, hey, that's on film. That wasn't me. <laughs> wasn't me. I don't. Well, that's not my dress. <laughs> it's my argument that goes back for years. To if I was a black guy, I could kill all the white people I wanted easily and get away with it. Just wandering through Brady's neighborhood. 
dressed as a slave, holding chicken and a watermelon, and just shooting white people like crazy. Because when the witnesses see it, try to tell the Describe police, what did you see here? He's a black man dressed as a slave. He has watermelon, one hand chicken. All right, enough of you. Who are we looking for? It's like, he's right. I'm like, this whole neighborhood's racist. Screw you guys. We're not looking for anybody. <laughs> I was a Mexican, sombrero, big guitar. 23 people, horrible yeah. accident, yeah. pulled. Like 18 babies running around me, carriages, strollers, weed uh, whacker, leaf blower, <laughs> just killing white people. <laughs> just offing them. What'd you see? Mexican guy, big sombrero, playing guitar, singing. Ay, 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 ay. Had a leaf blower. Leaf blower. <laughs> he had it all going on. And he had a whole bunch of kids around him, and he was eating a burrito, and he was shooting at him. All right, that's enough. <laughs> so this is kind of that. What was it? Ah, some twink in a dress, bald guy, lipstick. Ah, get out of here with that talk. Nobody did that. The lady stole, stole the bag. lady had $2,500 worth of stuff in it. This dude works for the Department of Energy. He's an MIT grad. That's what everybody said when they hired him. It's like, oh. But more than qualified. More than qualified. A decent person. Turns out, steals this lady's bag. Two hours after the interview, uh, he uh, allegedly called the investigating officer and admitted to not being completely honest about uh, the information. He mistakenly took the navy blue bag. Uh, he was tired from his trip. He got nervous upon realizing the bag belonged to someone else. And I uh, got to his hotel room and not knowing what to do, he allegedly told police that uh, he left the women's clothes in the hotel room drawers. Took the bag with him to keep up appearances. <laughs> so he, he tried to tap dance. So, and I hate to say it, turns out, bald dude with too much lipstick on and a dress, a little bit unstable. Mm, I didn't see that at all. I didn't see that coming. I'm not saying nothing about nothing, but I didn't see that coming. I was so tired. I just, yeah. anyway. I know I didn't check a bag, but I was so tired I wanted to pick one up. <laughs> Big on kink. If you want to check him out, you can see his work at kink101.com where he teaches kink stuff on the side of being a nuclear waste engineer. Uh, that's. You know. I remember someone sent me the picture of he and then he was with another guy mm-hmm. or another person. I don't... But they were on their way to some um, White House ball. Sure. Dressed to the nines. Ooh, balls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll go to that. Anyway... So, turns out, a nuclear engineer in a dress with too much lipstick and no hair at all. Uh, not exactly your favorite person in the world. But did get a lot of nice ladies' clothes out of that bag. I wonder if he kept any of the clothes. So he left it. Not all of them. Maybe a few things that the lady thought she packed and he's wearing. But you're going to see him in his next nuclear engineering meeting wearing some <laughs> stolen clothes. Hey! you got to fire him, right? Yeah, you got to Yeah, but it's impossible to do that nowadays. Man in a dress, I'd go to work in a dress. If I was on the edge of, like, if I worked at KDKB, I'd be in a dress every day. I would come in here because the ratings are garbage and, like, everybody's on the, like, almost get, they're on the hair getting fired all the time. I'd wear a dress to work every day. It'd every day. Hard not to day. think, like, if he's in the nuclear side of things, too, yeah. what do you do for some handbags? <laughs> Other countries, like, hey, we'll give you a blue handbag. You like that one? What are you talking about? You think you want some hard drives? You think other nations are bribing our nuclear waste disposition? The guy stealing. Well, there's an opportunity. He's stealing them off with uh, some bags. You know how easy it is. Get this designer bag over there. I don't know what he does that would require (laughs) bribes in the first place. If you just buy that guy over there a dress and a bag, he's putty in your hands. 
Maybe that's why he's upset. He's doing it because I'm not getting paid. I'm not, getting I'm not helping you at all, Saudi Arabia. Do you like Balenciaga? Ooh, nuclear stuff for you. I don't think it. Works I'm your huggy much. bear. <laughs> yeah, I would wear a dress. To you, work get every day. Yeah. you get nuclear secrets. You get nuclear secrets. I don't know if he even knows that. <laughs> when they're buying him bags, they're wooing him. It's get, that easy. I'm going to get the Gucci bag. I tell you what. Something about his lipstick makes me horny. <laughs> we need those nuclear secrets. What do we do? Uh, bribe him with beautiful bags and dresses? Subscribe to Kink 101. <laughs> uh, and they started off saying, if I'd taken the wrong bag, I'd have been happy to return it, but I don't have any clothes for another individual. It was my clothes. And then he said, nah, I lied to you about it. I, I'm unstable. You might have guessed by the lipstick uh, and dress. Here's some secrets. Anyway. For Balenciaga shoes. <laughs> Ooh, Jimmy Choo's. <laughs> Size 14 Jimmy Choo's. That's me. Here are the codes. Here's nuclear stuff. <laughs> the whole bag of them. Well, I don't like that he swap a ruined bags. This guy might have a bag full of secrets. And he grabbed the wrong bag, which means somebody else got his bag. He didn't, he didn't check one. Maybe that's it. Yeah, that was like the Brady bag Bunch. Full of Remember secrets. The, when Mike had the drawings and then... They had the Yogi Bear. In the tube. In the tubes. They had the, yeah, and they rude. Anyway. I don't know. But I'd wear a dress every day. If you're sitting there thinking, man, we're about to get fired here at work, or there's going to be cutbacks, the economy's not that great. You're looking around at a bloated office. Start showing up in a dress. They can't fire you. I know it's tough to leave the house. Honey, I'm doing it for the family. Now, where's my uh, rouge? Hmm. Does that look nice? Do I smell good? Where's my stilettos? You smell beautiful, honey. I'm going to try to get a free bag out of this. I think I might blow Johnson. <laughs> You're actually blowing the other employees? i got to stay employed. God damn it. It's for you. I got fired. You're the owner of the company. <laughs> I know. Now but... Ruby's running it? <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Jeff turned a corner, and now I can't get rid of him. Anybody need a blowjob or some coffee? I'm getting up. <laughs> God damn it. He's a hell of an employee now. Walks like a giant lumbering lesbian, though. Anyway, it's just a weird world, so. I don't think you can fire him. I don't think Biden's going to go out of his way to can him. And then you got to replace him with an equal. Because otherwise you look like, ah, we're going back to the old drawing board and just get a guy in a suit. It looks like you've gone backwards in time. How do you get an equal to that? Yeah, you know, I mean, you have to get RuPaul's friends in. Yeah. A nuclear physicist, Ru. Good luck finding another MIT nuclear engineer that likes dressing like that. Anyway, I laugh at the situation because I'm here for the jokes. The world's gotten so absurd that our tranny nuclear engineer decided to steal a few bags out of the Minneapolis airport. And everybody's kind of like, I don't want to say anything. Do you see anything? The funny thing is, is that this story, this dude stole a bag. And because he's in a dress and lipstick, like us talking about it, we're the ones running a risk. By making fun of it, right? Anybody else you make fun of that, it's hilarious, blah, blah, blah. Nope, you're running the risk. You can't do that. How dare you? They had a story about uh, the guy who shot up the gay club a couple weeks ago, right? He identifies as non-binary, non-gender. They were very careful. No one touched it. They were very careful to do his pronouns, they and them. Because that's what we're worried about. Not the guy that went into the club and shot people. Right. We had to make sure his pronouns were right. Oh, she'd get canceled. Or, yeah, or you're going to get in trouble for realsies. Like, you'll lose your job. How dare you call that shooter a he? It's a dick and a gun. That's a guy. Sorry. F*** you.
I don't care about his pronouns once he killed a bunch of people. Idiots. He prefers they and them. I prefer he didn't shoot up a room. He doesn't get say anymore. He gets he gets uh, he gets to be called uh, asshole and everything else I want to call him besides they and them. If that's what he wants, I'm doing the opposite. That's very insensitive. Okay. <laughs> what a jerk. Yep, I'm the jerk. Well, they gets life in prison yeah, with good. the dude. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dream come true. They can suck my. <laughs> I can't believe that that was an argument. Anyway, so dude in a dress, lipstick, sitting in Biden's office. Why'd you do that for, man? What's going on, man? Stealing bags, bad. Oh, you know, I got confused. I was sleepy. You're unstable. I think. <laughs> if he figures that out, yeah, then you Biden, know. Yeah, I mean, ah, gotta get rid of him, break. Gotta get rid of him. It's unstable, I tell you. You hired him. I know. I did? Ah, what? The vice president is a woman? What? <laughs> Starts coming back to him. <laughs> he has those moments of clarity. <laughs> Who's this lady yelling at me? It's the vice president. When did that happen? <laughs> you did it. Oh, sweet Jesus. You're telling me ah, I hired that? What's that one over there? The bald with too much lipstick in the dress. That's your nuclear uh, disposition. <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> Sir, you need to lay down. There's a lot. No, 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 well, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> I'll try me. It's about a six foot one uh, man, bald, completely shaved head, uh, tons of red lipstick like uh, the Joker, uh, beautiful red dress, tight fitting, uh, high heels, and uh, gloves up to his elbows. We're going to find that person, I guarantee it. This is not going to be a tough search. It's going to be a slap on the hand. Yeah, nothing like that. An apology. That's it. Anyway, what are you going to do? Wear a dress to work if you're on the bubble. Suit up, gents. It's the only way to stay alive. <laughs> if you want to live, come with me. You have to go to Lane Bryan's and get you some clothes. <laughs> so many people at Amazon and Twitter are putting on dresses right now. Oh, Twitter has got to be just <laughs> loads of dudes in skirts. Hey, Gary, what are you wearing there? Oh, you know, just changing some stuff up. You're afraid you're going to get fired, aren't you, son of a bitch? That's brilliant. Who fired you? Some, uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> Even he's doing it. Yeah, it's great. The weird world. So, try a skirt on, maybe some stockings. You might look cute. I didn't get a rate. You play your cards right. Chewing poop. That's all they do. That's all they're good for. Chewing and pooping. The best of Holmberg's morning sickness. This is the Big Red Radio. Yesterday, I'm watching the news and see this story here. Uh, it's in Texas. Did you you know about baby Melissa? Did you read about this? No. So in 1971, a 22-month-old baby got kidnapped. 1971, right? Or 72. Was it 72? No, 71. Uh, 22 months old, a little under two years old. Uh, Parents, you know, obviously lose their minds. They don't know what to do. The baby's missing. Uh, Years pass. And just a few months ago. 51 or 51 years old. 51 years old. Uh... The dad's still looking. 
Like they haven't ever given up hope, right? Does one of those 23andMe tests, comes back, tells you who's got the same DNA. There's a list of kids on there. It's like this group's got them. And it was this lady named Melissa's kids that matched the DNA of the dad. He throws a text out. So I've been looking for my missing daughter for 51 years. She goes to the people that raised her and says, there's something you need to tell me? And they're like, yeah, you were baby Melissa. You were abducted. We picked you up off of this. Like, that's me. It's like, yeah. Runs over here. 51 years later, you're missing kids at your doorstep just chatting away with 51-year gap, which is unbelievable. And then the mom said something, and I started to laugh because she's like, this is the greatest day of my life. And I'm like, well, besides the birth of your child, I'm like, you got to, because this is like, uh, that's hilarious. Because then it went away for it. But 51 years later, there she is. And all I could think of, what if she's a horrible? So what if you waited for your kid to come back after 51 years and you don't like her? Yeah, you just don't like her. She and raised money by a family? I guess. That, yeah. I mean, because wouldn't that be still kidnapping? I don't know that they kidnapped her. They just had her. Like adopted her or something? Like they mixed up babies. No. Which they've done or... Didn't happen. 22 months later, you don't mix oh, up a baby. that's a two-year-old. Yeah. Almost. Uh, it's just uh, she went to her, her birth parents. I don't know how that part's going to play out because my, my jaw hit, hit the floor. Like 51 years later, there's the missing baby. And it's dangerous in a way to like have this story out there because people with missing kids are like now hopeful. It's like, oh, it's only been 30 for us. It's like, ah, oh, you, you get a temper expectation. It's not going to happen too often. But after a 23andMe DNA test came back matching her kids with the with the father, uh, they reached out on Facebook. She thought it was a scam. She ignored it. Like, oh, yeah, right. You want money. And then found her uh, on the messenger thing and said, I've been looking for my daughter for 51 years. She turned to the person that raised her and said, is there anything you need to tell me? And the lady confirmed that she knew I was baby Melissa. Kept the same name, which is even crazy, Melissa. And uh, she agreed to take a DNA test on Thanksgiving and met her brother, uh and family later. It's a it's an amazing story. Uh, Dad should be happy. But didn't what if? Yeah, you didn't have the, to do. You didn't, didn't have to pay. You didn't have to pay eighteen years. No tomato College. pants. Nothing. <laughs> I mean, they, he got off easy. So much no tomato pants that she's probably not doing it right. now. She's probably going into menopause. Post. Yeah, she's Man. post tomato pants. Like she went through the whole, like thirteen to fifty. She didn't even have tomato pants anymore. He skated through that. But what if you hate her? What if you try, like, oh, my God, what a great thing, and it turns out you just don't like her. Just ignore her again. You, you went 51 <laughs> years without her. What's the difference? Yeah. I guess you just have to discard it. Like, look, we're not that close. Yeah. I don't know what you I got questions. <laughs> just, I just, mean, if I'm the... I'm scared to death. Who, yeah, where was she raised? Who did it? Right. I got, like, who's the person that took them? Like, why did this happen? And then I started to wonder... You have to know. Like, I have to... I have too many questions that the news didn't ask. Like, let's go talk to your the person that raised you. How did you Talked find this baby? So feel good. They're reunited right. after. But again, fifty-one years goes by. This this lady shows up at your house. So I know is she going to ask for money for college? Is she going to want like what do I have to? What what's on the like? What do I have to do? I now I'm in my seventies and I'm like ah oh, geez. The experience of my uh, my one uncle, yeah, boss who found out basically forty six years into it. That he had this. He was kidnapped? No, he had a a baby with the uh, housekeeper. Oh, she kept it from him. He had to have known, but um, it was just, you're not part of that life. It's your uncle? She came back in. This only happened a couple years ago. Oh, Brady. Wow. Here uh, we go. Another Brady story. story. Everybody sit back and enjoy. I don't remember this one. 
I think uh, I remember this. The details. I remember you telling me that my your uncle f- bus that a guy just showed up or a it was kid a, showed uh, up. a woman. Yeah, it was at the high state game the first time I met her. I remember being the high. She got season tickets out of this deal. <laughs> you don't even have that. God damn it, Uncle Bus. <laughs> uncle Bus. Uncle Bus. Does everybody have nicknames. Yeah. What's Bus's real name? I believe it's Charles, Doesn't but it, he know. went by Bus Ransom. Hmm. That's his porn name. Because that's how his uh, housekeeper died, got hit by a bus. <laughs> and what's great is the housekeeper Baby was sister. also uh, two or three other buddies' housekeepers, too. They uh, Back in the day. So you're saying they were, they were passing her around? I think so. <laughs> ah! Wow. You're the nefarious If I were to, you know. Right. So oh, you don't think Uncle Bus was just hosing her by himself? No. Was he married to the lady that still there? Uh, no. Oh, no, no. Different you mean lady. the housekeeper? Or no, the... no, no, no. The wife. Yeah. Well, Uncle Bus passed a, uh, a little over a year ago. Yeah, but I mean. He's whole... married to my aunt, who's the, well, right. the loaded aunt. But the loaded aunt, was she there during the housekeeper days? No. So he was banging. He had a housekeeper before the loaded aunt, so he was doing oh, right yeah, himself. This was, right. yeah. He was fine he on was his own. He was a bachelor at the time. Oh. And he still hosts the housekeeper and didn't, like, take care of it. Guess so. Well, wow. I think it was uh, basically I'm moving on. I don't want you to have anything to do with this. But was the housekeeper a person of color? No. No? No. It was a white girl? This girl's blonde hair, blue eyes. No, she's pretty. All right. So, yeah, I just assumed that that would be. Why didn't he want to, like, at least take care of the housekeeper's baby? I guess he didn't He have might to. have. He wow. might have sent some money. I, so this I isn't think. as, like, oh, my God, I have a child as I you're making I think he might seen. have been keeping it from everyone else. Right. Maybe. If I were to right, everybody had to act surprised, and he was like, "Oh, me like, too." Oh, this, this all goes away for this, right? So he wrote her, but then she still showed up. I think the daughter, because the mom had passed away, maybe. So and she then she didn't know the rules. Like, I want to know my biological dad. She knew biological dad had some dough. If I was maybe. Uncle Bus, I would have. I still fought it. She came in, and uh, as I understand it, said, "I I don't want anything." That's what they all say. But. Right, yeah. right off the That's bat. the whole point the of this. The like, grifters no, aren't going to come in going, here's what I now. need. Yeah. Did he leave her anything when he, when he passed? Of course he did. No. You no, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> he probably did, yeah. They said you're part of the family. She got Yeah, saved. part of his deal, yeah. All grifters show up and I'm say, sure his son, who's right around the same happy. age, Eric was, I, and I was with both of them introducing, and I was laughing because I go, in this just surreal, this yeah, situation? crazy. But yeah, all grifters show up and say, I don't want anything. I just want to meet you. Yeah. And then grifters start grifting. None of them show up and go, I got an agenda and I want some cash. If they do that, they immediately don't endear themselves. You have to be charming, get involved with the family. And now, now you're accepted. The next thing you know, you're in the will. And that's the whole goal. You go find dying Uncle Bus. This lady scammed your Uncle Bus, Brady. Mm. Yeah. You show up a year before, you find out he's dead, dying. You find out he's on his last legs, and you show up all of a sudden and get in, like... I would maybe feel like uh, Bus would, or did, thinking, okay, she's back in life. You know what? She, I, I want to leave her something. Sure. And that's Nothing her like, plan. you know, my, my son and going to get majority or whatever. Sure, but. sure. But she still showed up at the right time. Here's your savings bond, and... She played him and milked him for a dying <laughs> old man bond. who's trying to get into heaven, right? <laughs> He's yeah. probably religious. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. She found out everything she needed to know. She did a, This is a brilliant lady I want to meet. I want to meet your, your cousin. Because Uncle Bus got had. Got had. Well, if that's your uncle and it's her, his yeah, kid, well, that's a cousin. He's my aunt's oh, second marriage. marriage. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's nothing. Yeah. 
So this lady comes rolling. He doesn't get any of that aunt's money. No. But he gets Buss's money. Yeah. yeah. They kept their deal set. She did her research. She knew where he was the whole time. She was waiting for him to get diagnosed. He's about out. Shows up a year After early. After a couple of stumbles. Yeah. And he finds out Uncle Buzz is on his last legs. Rolls in. I don't want anything. I just want to know you. Oh, I got to get into heaven. Here's some cash. <laughs> That's a grift. I bet she doesn't show up that much anymore. I wonder if she wants. I'll have to ask <laughs> my mom. I bet she's not there that much Thanksgiving. anymore. I bet she's I think not she's in, in the... Um, I'll have to check on them. Um, she got her money. She might, on Eric's side. Yeah. To see if she might make a call or a card. I bet you this one's not around that much anymore. You got to ask more questions, man. You got well, an interesting Well, I don't really run story. into Eric all too much, but I can. I'm I can saying, find your out. mom yeah. knows. Your mom's a busybody. She knows. Yeah. I'll find out today. Yeah, yeah. You make In some about phone 10 calls. Minutes. And, yeah, call call buns. Uh, she's still around. She lives in North Carolina. She didn't have time. Yeah, I know. She got her check and she bailed, which is what I would do. I want a DNA test. I look too much like my dad to even bother. kind of hope I was abducted. That's a great story. You can go wander into some rich family out there in Palm Springs or something. Some No. be awesome. You're a pure sweet. Oh, I'm 100% Dan's <laughs> kid. There's no question. This nose does not uh, happen to two different families. It's, it's my dad's. I look like my grandmother. Like There's pictures of my grandma. I'm like, Christ, I'm Izzy. <laughs> I look just like Isabel. Not Izzy down the hall. That's a great story, Brady. I like that. You're, but you guys all thought it was beautiful, and it's a grift. Everybody's got crying. Oh, that's a full I, grift. You guys are rose-colored. Knowing a bus, I laughed at it because I'm like, sure. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a whore. And that's fine. And he got away with some 1970s uh, banging. But it was it was Mad Men. Full grift. She came back. She, he he Mad Men, and you're like, all right, bus. And she came back and grifted. Both very strong moves. You guys have to recognize this stuff. Like, that's a full out. He's going to die. He has the Lord. He's worried about some of his uh, transgressions in life. Please. We're not looking at as long as it doesn't impact ours. Right. That's your deal. We're right. here for you. <laughs> sure, but that lady doesn't But grifting up. only goes so far. Damn. And that's up to you to determine that. But she came and took care of a dying man who had... She knew... Oh, uh, no. She didn't really take care of him. No, no. I'm just yeah. saying. Took care of him. Like, give me that cash. Like... Polished him off is what I'm saying. Like gave him his last. I think days. it was a pretty simple, right? Because she knew dying old religious men with secrets pay. Well, now if you're coming from her side, absolutely. That's who. That's what I'm you doing. Think that's grifting. Yes, because she didn't say it 20 years ago. She waited for her mom. She to didn't die. know. But she waited for him to die. She, she knew. She knew. You all act like this was a mystery. She knew. Mom knew. Mom was taking some cash. I think it's cash. what you're, you're talking about. I want to do a DNA test, you and she finally did one. She what? They knew. She had Up to prove Arlington. it right. And like you're saying, like you kind of bled out little information about, hey, probably cut her a few checks. He was a bachelor. He just didn't want... He paid her off. She I'm going to have to fire you? Yeah. <laughs> I can't have you around with this baby. That'll really cramp my style. It's the 70s. I don't need this. He had a white housekeeper. That dude's got some cash. In the 70s? That was unheard of. And she didn't look like Alice from the Brady Bunch, I'm sure. So. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. The only thing you get is like Nidra Voles, the one who replaced <laughs> Mrs. Garrett. on, Or, you know, you get a lady, yeah. like a sassy Latina. Your stories are fascinating. But that's a full-out, 100%, super grift. Girl came in, got her money. And I'm proud of her. And she, she earned it. Yeah. But she took advantage of a man dying who sees the light and it's like Jesus is like, remember that whore.
If you just pay it off, we'll let you in. He threw some cash, made it right, got under good graces, felt better about closing his eyes, and went away. What a story. <laughs> Did he like her? Was she nice? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be my victory. I mean, just been a prick about it. See, I could see this, though. Like, I could see Dan's secret kid showing up. I could see my dad having but there's an some example. secret kid showing up, and the next thing you know, I got, like, this new half-brother that won't go away. I don't want him there. Like, I wouldn't be excited about that. Uh, would you? Like, oh, so I'm an only child. I don't want. I know you. I, yeah, you don't I don't want, want some brothers other kid no, showing no. up. No, yeah, like ah, I got to be nice to it. Uh, I've dealt with them long enough. That inheritance is mine. <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> yeah, that belongs to me. That's right. But I don't want some. Like I'm not one of those people. Like oh, it's your long lost. I'm like ah, another asshole to deal with in the holiday. Do I have to get it a gift card? She got you know like. A little bit of cash, a Netflix membership, hey, simple things. Just the like, password. There you go. Yeah, just gave password. his old password, which is, I screwed up. Sorry about the horror. <laughs> Six, nine, dot one exclamation point. But um, yeah, pretty amazing Back story, to what you're though. talking about, this yeah. girl of 51 years yeah. on this guy. Incredible. For a bus at the same time, he could have very easily like, I don't like this girl. But right. Fortunately, it worked out. I think you forced but yourself so, to like that. Maybe. But as for me, my dad shows up going, hey, there's something I have to tell you. 1974, I had a, an affair, made a lady pregnant. She went on her way, and I, I didn't know what happened. And then the kid's back. And I want you to meet him. I'd be like, eh, that's all right. I don't think I'd want to. That's not, I'm not even curious about that. Like, it doesn't, like, I'd be like, oh, no, drama. That's all I'm seeing. And this I guess no matter be, what, like, if it, if it got ugly... And he's saying, well, we took care of this years ago. Yeah. She could probably find a lawyer that's saying, oh, oh no. She's going to make a mess of things. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of have to be nice to the new person. And it's not even like this story. This lady was abducted. Right. Like she was stolen. They didn't give her up or, like, quit, as far as we know. Uh, there's something more to it, though. Was it a cleaning like, lady involved? Right. Because yeah, was it Uncle Bus? <laughs> Maybe it was. <laughs> it just seems weird to me, though, that the. Family's like, oh, and, the, and even in the news stories, like we're gonna get that bitch that stole it. Like they didn't even get; they had no anger, animosity towards what happened 51 years ago. And the reporter's not like, well, where were you? Who were you with? Who were the like? That's the story to me. It's not the reunion. It's the where. Where? What have you done for 51 years? Who are the people who kept your name? Like Melissa stayed. So, you know, amateur sleuth in me says there was some agreement here. If we're looking for baby Melissa in 1972 yeah. all year, and then in 1973, and then people stop looking, and then just the parents looking, and then yeah. uh, every remember that girl? Like her name's still Melissa. It'd be interesting to go back there to see. You know, that's a leading story in the right. newspaper. Twenty-two month of old course. kid, and then there's a family. Maybe, maybe it was, but you know, there's a family in your neighborhood that's got a two-year-old all of a sudden. Were they Named still in the Melissa? same town and everything? I or? don't know that. Okay. They didn't ask any questions. Yeah, it ends up being well, right around the corner. sounds like the Brady Report That's now. exactly yeah. what I thought. <laughs> Brady's doing this. My reporting's the- better. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would hope so. Oh. And that's saying nothing. <laughs> but he's right. I mean, his reporting's terrible. And this was worse. Like, what Cronkite school doesn't teach you to ask the They're right so questions? They're so blurred about the reunion. <laughs> How can I watch feel this? good about right. this? They're doing this Thanksgiving holiday. Oh, yeah, it's the best day of my life. I'm like, don't you have any questions about where this person's been for half a century? She killed 23 people. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Why not her? Is she horrible? It's the holidays. I don't know anything about that. And she's a little bit off. Like, you know, she's like a little bit like, uh, nah, spectre me a little. 
And I'm like, all right, that I understand she's been through enough, but don't you have any questions for her for the news? Scorned ex-girlfriend. Who who is this? Yeah, where did she come? Twenty-two month old kids disappear. Usually the new family at least has a decency to change their name. But if the if the nation's looking for baby Melissa, and I know it was before the internet, it was hard to get that out. And baby Melissa's like on the tip of people's tongue. And then a few weeks later, as my new kid is two years old, I think he's a big kid. What's her name? Melissa. I'm like, huh, that's familiar. You would pretty much know. I mean, we all back, we all remember in the 80s when that kid fell in the well. Everybody remembers baby Jessica. Yeah. Like the news yeah. followed everything in the 70s, a missing kid like that just disappearing. And then for years, it's like 51 years. I got more questions than I got reunion love. I thought about it with my dad. And that's very possible. My dad, I think my dad might have been a whore. Pretty sure he was. <laughs> I'm almost positive. And uh, I, I kind of wonder, like, sometimes, if there's going to be a knock on my Do you ever want to know how much or ever ask him, like, foreign? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> you don't really want to know about your dad's dick. <laughs> you think you do until you're standing next to him. Like I'm not going to ask. Uh, I would, but I'm not going to. We talk about all sorts of. I think he was. I think he was a. I think he was a. He was a, a, a tomcat. I think he had. Some, he was slaying. I don't know that he was slaying, but I think he had some tomcat. I, think he, I don't know. It, it, maybe. Maybe it. I don't know. I don't, probably. I'm guessing. See, it's like yeah, the. You can relate in a way. It's like oh, we're all horse. Trump's trips to Cuba and whatever, you know, he had a good life. I don't know if I want to know the details. You, entered, you were but met. But I'm, kind of, I'm a little more curious than... I tell you this all the time, and you need to embrace it. You met your stepsister. You did? Yeah, he took he, on, a, on a road trip, Torp had to go stop off to see the tennis coach's daughter from 40 years ago. Out of the blue? And then some... Harry talking about tennis oh, some coach. coach or something. There's I don't know what it was. Ladies golf coach. <laughs> that's, that's, okay, sorry. She doesn't have a kid. Who was the one where you went and met the kid? And I used to be friends with her mom. Was Nobody it the lunch lady does or something this. like that. Was or? it the lunch no, lady? No, the lunch lady at Grandview. Yeah, she, there was a girl. Was, you were about forty. You were saying that was my mother, the was, lunch lady. At, I was no. I was saying that that the daughter that she had is your stepsister. Oh, because <laughs> there's no reason for Torp to want to visit these people at all. And then Bray's like, yeah, she was about 5'7", bald, 221 pounds. I'm like, it's you. <laughs> you he had another you. Ah, nah. Crazy person. <laughs> you just gave me my reach around. Here's another best of rerun from the morning sickness. This segment brought to you by my friends over there at MMP Guns. Now, if you've ever wanted to have an AR-15... I'm telling you what, you need to get in on the AR-15 building class over at MMP Guns because not only are you going to learn how to build your AR-15 and maintain it and all that kind of fun stuff, when you're done with the class, you leave with it. All right, You walk out of the class with your own hand-built AR-15. Get that shooter in your life, the Christmas present they're going to love, or get yourself a Christmas present. Get in on the low introductory price before prices go up on January 1st. So go to MMPGuns.com or just go visit them over at 12th Street and Indian School inside of Mo Money Pond for full details. We're started off with what this time. I'm excited. What Brady do? Uh, dear Brady, uh, subject line, is my father a pedophile? My wife and I have been together for five years. I've never gotten along with my father-in-law. He's a very jealous person. And at one point, he got so jealous, he accused me of sleeping with my mother-in-law because we talked about football together once. 
Their relationship has been a complete mess from the start. They've stuck together because they got pregnant after a month of dating. Now, the gross thing is, she was 16, he was 23. Eh, not so. That's statutory rape, and my wife is a product of that. She doesn't think it's weird, but when I play that Benny Mardona song into the night, she says it was rapey. I don't see a difference with the two things. I want to know what you guys think. Is he a pedophile? Should I run with this with my wife, Colin? <laughs> no, don't, I don't. You don't run so. with that theory with, yeah. with the wife? Try to, try to talk her into saying your dad's a pedophile? No. Because, I mean, um, like you said on some of this stuff, that that was kind of, uh, that happened more often than Oh, yeah. The 1623. Yeah, 1623. I don't know how old they are, but in the 70s, that wasn't an uncommon uh, way to get pregnant. So, uh, but if, you know, I think you'd know if there's something going on with the kid. Was there a relationship with the with his wife? He's definitely a jealous guy. He's oh, accusing yeah. him of sleeping with, uh, you know, Mother-in-law. I can speak from experience here a little bit because my first wife's dad had a crush on her in a big way. There was a relationship that was on. He was jealous of me. And I, the last note I wrote him was, uh, she's all yours. You don't have to be jealous of me having sex with your girlfriend anymore. That was the last conversation we had. Because there, anymore? Well, well, I wasn't going to have sex no, with her. No, no, that's what he said. Well, that's what I said. Oh, okay. I told him. Right. I said, said to him. I said to oh, him. Oh, okay. I thought he was having the talk beforehand. I'm like, when the divorce creepy. thing came out, he, he fires over this, you know, I've always, I don't know why you don't think I like you, and I've always liked him. Like, he was very passive-aggressive with me the whole time. And then I just fired back. I'm like, look, we don't have to pretend anymore. Uh, she's all yours. You don't have to worry about me having sex with your girlfriend anymore. And then sent it off. Because the rumor in the family was there had been a couple of moments that were uncomfortable that they were together in a room and they were caught. Not the full shebang, but some teenage girl nudity and dad in the room shouldn't have been happening. And some photographs I found of her modeling for him that were very much like what, uh, you know, remember in Silence of the Lambs where she pulled that thing off the back and found those Polaroids of, yeah. of uh, Catherine, or not, was Catherine Bimmel? Who's in there? Bimmel was the one in there. She's a great big fan person. That was the one. And she was in her underwear and stuff. Was he one of those dads that would shoot the uh, the model shots of his daughter? Have you seen this? Yes. My daughter's yeah. beautiful. He had one of those uh, photo albums of her, and then he was in advertising, so he was going to get her modeling. I mean, she was very pretty, but yeah. dad shouldn't have been taking those pics. And they were very amateurish, beaver hunt type stuff without all the beaver parts. Was it Harvey Weinstein OG or what? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying it's all allegedly, but it was fishy. And then there'd be a lot of jealousy when we were out together and I was... The boyfriend. It was odd. So yeah, your dad's a pedophile, or your father-in-law's a pedophile. Just deal with it. He just never bought into your program all the way. Didn't think you were worthy. No, and just no. He was just mad that I was hosing her wrong. He could show me all the ropes. You call that a fingering? <laughs> I got a pointer. Watch this. <laughs> uh, dear, how about this one? Dear Brady, I watched my husband floss Saturday night. The floss string on the sink he left behind was bloody and covered in chunks of stuff. A few seconds later, I look at him and he's kind of chewing on something with his front teeth and throwing away an empty floss. He did the slide string through it off. Eat, evidently. I never want this man's mouth anywhere close to me again. I've never been more repulsed by another human being. Is this divorce worthy? 
Is this a constant? I bet it's been going on the whole time. He eats his floss chunks. Tea. What would you do if Ronnie was eating floss chunks? Look at shish kebab. Just yeah. <laughs> oh. It's almost better the second time. It's been marinating in between my teeth. Uh, yeah. You so divorced that. Yeah, I don't think I sit through that twice. First off, I hope you talk to him about it immediately. Well, there's a, there's a pretty good chance it's still tough. That it happens only once every five no. years because he doesn't floss too often. That's if there's blood a well, and there's I, you know, Look, I've there. got a couple spots that bleed when I floss. I've been flossing a lot more lately, yeah. too. And it seems to be a lie that my hygienist told me. The more you do it, the less it'll be a problem. I have one spot where I have this fake tooth and it bleeds. And she's like, just do it harder. No matter what. When yeah. I did it, and now it's bleeding harder. Imagine that. But I do it a lot. And she's always like, your gums are so healthy and you're great. Just that one spot bleeds. So if you just got to get it to where you're rougher with it. I am. I might as well have a saw in there. I'm ripping that thing apart with those, those little sticks with the brushies on them. Getting that in there. I'm just tearing my gums up. So it's not the necessarily that always the tight part for me on the, the flossing. The molars are the no, tightest. But you know why? Because you open your mouth too wide. You're, you should know that. Your mom's a hygienist. You open it less, your gums will stretch where your cheeks will yeah. stretch more. You can get back there. But it doesn't necessarily mean he's not flossing. But statistically speaking, probably not flossing. And it, it, especially if there's big chunks. Unless you you know he had a meal where he's eating you know, big fibrous chunks. stuff. Meat, popcorn, broccoli, meat. popcorn. Oh, yeah. Lettuce. Quite a kebab. Bleh. Yeah, divorce this guy. <laughs> There's not enough Listerine. And this is another thing. This is an argument to say always, like, dismiss all that religious nonsense. Live with someone before you marry them. These are the types of things you find out before you get married. You're like, whoa, she's a pig. Like, you start getting bathroom habits. Because when she's just visiting, she's not throwing the bathroom habits out that are real. When they live with you, then the hurricane happens in the bathroom. Not necessarily with the poop, but all their stuff. Pads in the garbage oh, can. Yeah. <laughs> That's out. <laughs> That's Cordell and Cordell. If you don't have the decency, like if I take dog crap and just pick it up and then just dump it in the trash, you'd think I was a pig. You bag it and you dispose of it wisely. Pad in the trash. What, what raised you, Stephen Coon's mother? <laughs> Terrible pads in the trash. You bag that up, you staple that bag shut, you put a beekeeper suit on, you take it into the alley, and you burn it like a decent human being. Yuck. So you think it's divorce? You know, I they've been married so long. Do you eat your floss chunks? No. Does Ronnie eat her floss chunks? Not that he knows. I haven't caught her. If you caught her now. This late in the game. Would I divorce her? No, I would go, that's gross. Knock it off. <laughs> and she says, no, it I love ends, the chunks. It ends today. All right, and, she says and, it ends and, today. And she'd probably say that, too. And I'm then, like, oh, there I am with floss coming out of my mouth. Two weeks later, she's doing it again. Well, now we're talking. We're getting now we're closer. About the we're getting quarter. closer. That's a, that's, because that to me is like, what are you doing that I don't, what are you hiding? If you're doing this in front of me, What's the embarrassing thing in your life? 
what don't I know? Do you sift your feces? Do you, I mean, what are we doing here privately that I'm not allowed to see if this is something you're comfortable with me seeing? You don't want to know. You don't want to know. She's a pickin' and a eatin'. Bill. All right. Uh, let's try one more here. That's not bad. Let's see this one. This one I'm reading blind. I don't know. Uh, it says, there's a guy I work with. His name's Ryan. I trained him, and now he's my leader, and he's a terrible person. He drives a forklift around like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, he almost hit me with it. He constantly throws away important documents at my desk and my snacks. That speaks to you, Brady. He got two of his friends fired for no reason. No one likes him because he's a snitch and an ass kisser. Jesus. How do I go about getting someone fired or making his life miserable? The easiest uh, thing to do is uh, find a job somewhere else. No. Tattle on him. If he's throwing away important documents. If he's doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with Wander that. over and say, that jackass nearly hit me with a forklift. But again, then you have to remember, you trained him. This well, doesn't reflect against this, his, yeah. though, too. And also, it doesn't reflect well on the trainer that the dude's tossing documents, hitting if, people with forklift. If he's forklift. tossing documents and doing all that, and, he, and he's told on other guys. Yeah, tattle back. Absolutely. Yeah. But have someone else tell, because you trained him. So if you trained the guy who's a terrible boss, you look bitter, and you did the bad job training. You're gonna, It's a demerit for you if this guy's a bad problem. And I'm seeing, you know, I don't know. You know, this guy writing in might be, might have been passed up by being the boss. I think boss. it's a girl. I think it was a girl. Who trained this person. Yeah, and then and she's big. And now the they got the job. That, could that be. wouldn't sit well. If you are a girl, because I'm looking at your name, I'm not going to use it. Uh, go in there and say that you were discriminated against. People hate that. And then get them fired for that. If you're brown at all, you got him by the ass. Just go in there and go, <laughs> he's trying to kill me because he hates brown people. He hit me with a forklift. Or take one for the team, like Rudy did in Bad News Bears. You got to just go get, hit, go get hit by that forklift once. Ah! Brian! He runs over brown ladies. And then you'll be swimming in whatever company's money that is. Uh, finally, Brady. Okay. I've been working at this job uh, for a while now. Good aerospace company. Well, one problem is that I'm doing two different jobs, but only getting paid for one I was hired to do. I'm not confrontational. How do I go about asking for more money for two people's jobs without being a jerk? Brian. Asking. Yeah. Toughest. Quit being a pussy. Sometimes the toughest step, but there's nothing wrong with asking. Be a man. Say it, Brady. Be a man. Be a man. <laughs> Get in there and say, I want more money. I'm doing two jobs. Doing the job of two. Price of one. You're getting a bargain here. But he might fire you. Sounds so like have something lined is. up. Have something lined if- up. Before you go in there mouthing off about how much you deserve, make sure you've got something to back that up because they might not think that about you. They might think you stink at two jobs. They're just waiting for you to quit. So they have to pay your insurance. Might not be a bad thing to do right now because if that two-job thing isn't going to work out, you know they're not going to give you any more money. Right. You're asking anyway. What if another company all of a sudden has it lined up? You find out how valuable you That's are. That's what I'm right saying. There. Yeah, go find out. Go find out your value before you. Yeah. you know, because a lot of people have a false sense of self at work that they're so important, but a lot of times they want to fire you and can't because they don't want to pay your insurance. So they just try to make yeah. your life are they miserable. Pushing, yeah, pushing they, you. They want you out. Always find out what they think of you before you start spouting off.
But asking for more money, there's nothing wrong with that. And what's worse that can happen? They say no. Brett experienced that for almost 15 years. Yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> I know I've been doing overnights for... No. Thanks, sir. Thank you very much. You still work here? Wow, we have an overnight guy? <laughs> you have a good weekend. <laughs> I didn't even know. Did you guys know there's a dude named Bert on in the middle of the night? <laughs> it's Brett. Bat? I don't know. I'll never need to know. <laughs> now you're a daytime person and people like you. It's different. Uh, anyway, well, there you go. There's some gems in there today. Ask for money. But that goes for everybody. You're not as important at your work as you think you are. No one is. You're very replaceable. We all are. And the second you spout off, I should be getting this, this, and this, you find out what your bosses actually think of you. Well, let's talk about what you do for Because you think you're doing two jobs, and we're covering you on one of them. Always know. Maybe you're right. Maybe you are super important, but you might oh, also, there's, there's you might also not Oh, there's times where you be. are, you know, obviously being, I mean, there's, times where you're being taken advantage completely of. and you're an idiot yeah. and you're wandering around doing two jobs and they're like don't say anything this guy will do two jobs for the price of one and you got to find out but find out before you mouth off because there could be that you suck at something and they're just hang- like they're trying to hang i you. love working here but mm-hmm. i got a question for you i feel like i, I mean I'm technically not, I'm, I'm doing two jobs yeah, that's right it now. that's it am i do, uh, first and also start off with set them up just go do i do a good job yeah um, are you happy with me here yeah, well, and they know right then and there the boss says, ah, he's going to ask for money. Set him up. Good luck. It's good to be on top, isn't it? Yeah! So get on top and ride with the top morning show in town and the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. 98 KUPD. You're listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It is the best of. That means it's a rerun from something because we're not there. But that doesn't mean you're not entertained. And this entertainment drill is brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com. The home of Tactical Black. And my goodness, you've got your resolutions coming up. Why not get in shape with reactdefense.com? They'll get it to you. You'll be smarter. You'll be in better shape. And you will be more informed on how to just live your life normally amongst the weirdos that walk the streets with us daily. It's reactdefense.com. Get that gift certificate. It's a nice stocking stuffer, and you get all the Tactical Black has to offer. Hop aboard this thing, because it is awesome. We need more sheepdogs out there. Are you one? Reactdefense.com brings you this entertainment drill. Hmm. This will be interesting. Easy Rider is being rebooted for modern audiences. The producers say their goal is to give the youth of today a film that pays into their own countercultures and challenges. Yeah, it's not going to work. It's going to be a gender-fluid, easy rider? Yeah, it's going to be PC yeah. and everything else and woke. And yeah. You think it'll be not along the lines of uh, what Dennis Hopper and uh, Peter no, Fonda and no, said? Not at all. The motorcycle trip funded by money they got on a cocaine deal? Yeah, they dealt drugs. They got on a motorcycle ride. They had the time of their lives getting high and driving across the country, committing minor crimes and... They'll be riding electric motorcycles yeah. and stuff, and just yeah. And in the worst part, it'll be it'll be like a woman, an Asian they'll guy, be on Vespa. An Indian, they'll be on a Vespas, t- a twink, of course, as Brett says. They'll be on Vespas. Yep, Brett. Well, yeah, that's will. true. Talking about the environment and gender fluidity, and that's the counterculture, which is now really annoying. Not banging hookers in this graveyard. Oh, that that's stuff. right. Yeah. That's a great part. Yeah. No, no banging hookers in graveyards. That's, that's against their delicate sensibilities. 
the Botox and filler police were all over Simon Cowell. Oh, his he face said, is weird He said weird he, I pulled off on doing that, and he posted a video yesterday. Starting to look like a cabbage patch. Where he looked like uh, he's back on it again. Did he puff up again? Yeah. People compared him to a wax figure, among other things. He's a, he is a strange-looking man. Like, it, it got really... It does. It looks like those uh, the puppets from the old Genesis videos. Yeah, look at that. Look yeah. at the pictures of Simon yeah. Cowell. That's got to be altered, right? I don't know. Please tell me that one on the I mean, that's from the New York Post, this one here. <laughs> that's not real. That's him in like a, a 9G machine. Like, that's him getting his face torn in half. I don't know. Yeah, I... You know what? You might be... It's a Newsweek. It's not like these are coming from the Inquirer. It looks like somebody who had plastic surgery to fix an injury. He looks like John Jay. Oh, man. That is... That's weird. All right, these side-by-sides are creeping me out. I know what you're complaining about. I look great. Sorry, you're a little pitchy. You're not going anywhere. What's wrong with your face? You having a stroke right in front of me? That's the permanent face. He can't move that thing. Yeah, that is... It looks like when uh, boxers retire and like 10 years later their faces are frozen because the muscles don't work anymore. Yuck. And Simon wasn't a bad-looking guy before. Or what he needed to do that for. Age like Brett says. Men age like wine. Let it happen, man. You like these lists of... uh, It's jobs celebrities had before they were... Famous when they were regular people, right? Back when they were human. Whoopi Goldberg worked as a more beautician. Oh, that's it. And then she actually is still a licensed beautician for living people, not for herself. I think that's the truth. Gabrielle Sidibe, close enough. Precious. She was a phone sex operator for three years. I knew that. That's what's on the other end of that line, by the way. Who? Remember movie Precious? Yeah. Precious. Oh, well, well, she was the phone sex, sex operator for three years. Oh, that's like the end of that uh, Aerosmith video yes. for Sweet Emotion. That's right. Yep. That's what they're. That's who does that. Girls who look good don't listen to dudes beating off on the phone. <laughs> it's just not a thing. Megan Fox worked at a smoothie shop in Florida. Even dressed up as the uh, mascot, a giant banana. Hmm. I'd like to see that. You know, this one keeps coming up. I've heard this one before, but Christopher Walken was a lion tamer trainee when he was 16. Which is the only name that you can attach to that, and nobody goes, really? Like, yeah, that seems about right. That seems like something he would drift in. I wanted to tame lions. Why? Get a lion. I think I know what to do with it at this point. Hey, Lucy. Brad, what do you call a fat Chinaman? It's <laughs> a Craig Gass joke. I don't know. A but... chunk. Stand up comedian Walker. Matthew McConaughey spent a year in Australia as an exchange student where he cleaned out chicken coops. That makes sense too. Mm-hmm. That's, all, that's all that guy did was all right, Texas all right, farm all right. stuff. Yeah. Rolling Stone put together a list of the fifty worst decisions in music history. Uh David Lee Roth leaving Van Halen. Chinese um, democracy. Chinese democracy. <laughs> if David Lee Roth and Van Halen splitting apart wasn't a bad idea. Number 10 was Billy Squire kills his career with the cheesy music video for Rock Me Tonight. Oh, Rock yeah, Me Tonight. That's, that's tough to watch. That's tough to watch. 
YouTube basically forces Apple users to receive their songs of innocence. Oh, I remember when that happened. For free. They gave us a free album and we got yeah. mad at it. Number eight was Ja Rule invests in the Fire Festival. Very bad idea. Number seven was Blood, Sweat, and Tears go on tour sponsored by the U.S. government during the Vietnam War. Yeah, bad idea. <laughs> Kanye interrupts Everything Taylor he's Swift. Done. <laughs> yeah. At the VMAs. Um, the top five should be Kanye. Yeah, at this exactly. Point. Woodstock organizers celebrate the festival's 30th anniversary. If with number one, Woodstock 1999. But if number one isn't Kanye, the Jew thing, then it's just kind of a stupid list. I, it gets a little. Number four was Eric Clapton goes all in COVID vaccine conspiracies. No, he went bananas. 2020. Um, Decca Records passes on signing the Beatles in 1962. Somebody That's lost what? their job. Oh, yeah. Number two. Jerry Lee Lewis marries his 13-year-old cousin in 1958. What does that have to do with rock and roll? <laughs> Michael Jackson's got to be number one. Michael Jackson, yeah. Number one. Bumping b-holes with kids. The Rolling Stones hire the Motorcycle Club. Oh, yeah, they killed people. Oh, H.A. Yeah. Society to do the security in Hells Angels uh, 1969 at that. This is Cincinnati, wasn't it? Altamont Speedway. Oh, Altamont. That's worse than Michael Jackson nailing kids. Well, never, never actually happened. Well, Innocent, yeah. Brett. Until paid off. Yeah, there's plenty of like, if you're going to go down the there's road. There's ways of being innocent. I'll say this. If you're going to go down that road, um, Phil Spector shooting a lady. Guilty. Yeah, like that's one that was probably pretty bad for his career. Yeah. Although he wasn't doing much by then. That's, I want to see that list because I, I thought you meant like people, like, you know, like worst decisions in TV history was Shelley Long leaving Cheers. That's a pretty bad TV. The decision. ending yeah. scene elsewhere with the uh, scene elsewhere yeah. thing with the autism and the kid Chad Allen. Other people they threw in John Lennon says the Beatles are bigger than Jesus was number fourteen. That was a weird Ticketmaster's dynamic pricing was number forty three. Yeah, Elton John goes disco was number fifty. No, it was good. <laughs> it was good. Elton was allowed to do whatever he wanted with that. The Rolling Stones went disco. Oh, That's yeah. worse than Elton John. Elton John's a... So did Kiss. Yeah. Everybody did back then. Yeah, Elton yeah, was, yeah, that was where the money in, was. the mix. Yep. Rod Stewart. Mm-hmm. Everybody did it. Any hoot, what are you going to do? Uh, and also, Brady forgot to mention that Alyssa Milano's taking a stand against Tesla, which is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. She has sold her Tesla and said, I will not be part of this movement where a fascist Nazi who runs a company... Uh, is is going to get my money. I won't do it. So she bought a Volkswagen, which is hilarious if you get the joke immediately. And that's the truth. She traded her Tesla in for a Volkswagen. You know the German supercar of World War II? Yeah. She got that. The people's car. she doesn't deal with fascism. She doesn't like this whole, you know, thing that uh, Elon Musk is doing. He's he's out of control as a leader. Every time she opens her mouth, she's she just an idiot. gets more dumb. Yeah. And she's expired now, so it's not even cute. Right. You can't even look past it. If 13-year-old Alyssa Milano was like, I hate Tesla and I like Nazis, I'd be like, me too. Back when I was 13. Yeah, right, right. And then when she did uh, the Poison Ivy movie, after the, like, the third one, I'd be like, yeah, I'll do anything pretty much she wants. I'd have been a communist too. Oh, yeah. You can say the same thing, though, if she said that when she was 13 and now. That's cute. <laughs> yeah, the 13-year-old saying it. It's like, that makes sense. That's she's cute. dumb. But now she's like 50 and expired, as Brett said. Yeah, no one needs to hear this. Enjoy your Volkswagen, dummy. That's hilarious. If, she did, if that's true, and I don't know if that's some fake news It's thing. all over the internet. I hilarious. Don't know. So go get them. Who's the boss? 
Samantha, you bought a Nazi film. This is a bad idea. The last little thing. Rolling Stone ranked the 100 best TV theme songs of all time. Cheers. Sopranos. Hmm. Sopranos, 19. 19? Yeah, Cheers, Whoa. 13. Uh, oh, Barney Miller. Oh, that bass line is ridiculous. Yeah. Flea. It is. Barney Miller, that. not in the top 20. No kidding. Golden uh, Girls is probably up there, too. Yeah. Golden Greatest Girls. Greatest American Hero? No. no. Um, Friends. Happy Days. Friends, number eight. Ugh. Happy Days. Happy not Days, there. not in the... Oh. All in the Family, 20. Great. Simpsons, 18. Jefferson's. Muppet oh, there Show, you go. 17. Who? Oh, the Muppet Show. Jefferson's, number one. Yes! No kidding. Nice. <laughs> hey, we're moving on up. Number two is a tie between the Brady Bunch and Gilligan's Island. So they went for catchy, memorable, everything, not greatest song. Number three, Sanford and Son. Great stuff. Number four, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I don't know that That one. just was out of here. Yeah. Who knows? 2015 is going. Mr. Rogers was number five. The show has to be good for the song to be good. Twilight Zone, number Great. six. The Fresh Prince, number seven. Good one. The O.C., number nine. I don't remember the OCs thing. And then there's... Uh, oh, it was California. Yeah. I don't remember that, that either. Uh, yeah, it was Rooney, I think. Second. Hawaii Five-O, number 12, the original. Oh, yeah. Five-O. Oh, I that's forgot true. about that one. Here, here's Crazy Ex-Girlfriend theme. I don't know. I was working hard at a New York job, making dough, but it made me blue. Nope. Nope. Mission Impossible, 15. Rockford Files, 16. That was a great one. The Rockford Files is a great one. That was on the other night. In the middle of the night, I was watching that. It's pretty good. And this is the crazy ex-girlfriend theme. I've got this. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, right. That, that voice is someone's crazy ex. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt. She's not. She didn't stick with the one she first landed. There's a lucky dude out there. Doesn't have to hear that anymore. Yeah, I was. Really I threw the talent just before the Rockford Files. That's funny you saw it because I yeah. watched about. The second half of a original Hawaii Five O. Yeah, McGarrett's hair is perfect. Perfect. And then uh, into Mannix, which is another uh, solid. Oh, you got a little Barnaby Jones on in the middle of the night. I've been taping those. I love Barnaby Jones. Those old. Uh, and, and I'm uh, still looking for Cannon. Cannon's on at three. All right. Good morning. Hey, I'm yeah. 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 Tape Barnaby's on. Barnaby's solid. Cannon. Man, I forgot about that one. Now Cannon's that big fat pig rolling around. <laughs> well, it was that night I was watching in the middle of the night. I taped it because you were on it. There was a little boy, Brady, that was making Cannon look fairly normal <laughs> I need some help, Cannon. I'm like, Brady got a job on Cannon he's never told us about. Still got pictures of him. Those are some good yeah, theme songs or song. There you go. Holmberg's Morning Sickness.